0: Hello and welcome to Knights the Hobby Table, I'm your host Blake, here with my wonderful co-host that likes darting through nature naked with his uh, dreadlocks flowing in the wind, Oblarone. How are you, brother? <laughs> Speedy as always, you know. Speedy? Yeah, I just picture you like Sonic the Hedgehog. More yeah. like Knuckles, actually, with the dreadlocks, you know, but with like your dick flapping in the wind. Yeah, that's how I picture you in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta go fast. M-
1: mostly just the balls. Like it's we, like we, a, we, a, a bell, oh. a dong.
0: Yeah, Rambler. we were we were discussing it earlier, and it's canon that Obi actually has no shaft. It's just balls knob. That's it. Yeah, it's like th- th- three little cherries in a pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey man, good. Well, actually, talking about the knob, we have a special guest today, and uh, this guy he he really knows how to. Kill the joy in a whole chat room, get on my mm. nerves within ten seconds of even entering the chat room, and you know. And, and really he really do does know me.
0: his way around a knob.
1: Oh yeah, it's uh, our good friend League Lad. So welcome, hey.
2: Thank you for the introduction, boys. All true.
1: <laughs> All true. All, All true. true. He's also
0: Matt. He's also Matt Heafy's doppelganger, but we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, I don't know,
2: yeah, it's true. Actually, I cut my hair, so yeah, I'm matching for matching, aren't I?
0: That's true. That's true. Welcome to the yeah. show, bro.
2: How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, finished work and decided to pop on here to lend you guys a hand with content, of course. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I, I felt like you were, you guys are a bit dry for content now but you're discussing Obie's cherries. Well, brother, in
0: my experience, things only get more dry when you're around, so... Aha. Uh-huh. I uh, <laughs> Look, nothing can stop the moisture on oblerone's feet. That's just how they are. The doctor said so.
2: Feet. Yeah, feet. Wait, what? Do you have Wait. sweaty feet? I have sweaty I everything. Moist. Come on, <laughs> dude, moist I and want wanted anyway. Sweaty feet are really oh. bad. I know someone that does have a sweaty feet. Whenever they take their socks off, bro, it's it's a, it's
1: a horror show. Isn't that like bro. standard in Australia? Come on. Yeah, Everybody yeah, must yeah. Have sweaty feet.
0: Dude, dude, I have a tile? My most of my house is tiled. And I've had days where I've come home from work, taken my shoes off, and nearly slipped. Right? Because <laughs> like, my feet are that big. Like, I wear big security boots, and I'm like, dude, I nearly died. Like, yeah, it's hazardous that, to be barefoot. That happens. I have
2: vinyl flooring in my um, hallway, so when I take my shoes off, there's a little bit of slick under my sock, and sometimes I go flying.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, it's not good. We need gecko feet. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Million dollar idea. Let's do it. Anyway, uh, since we're all here, we're uh, introduced... A good buddy League, long time friend of the show. I thought today we would have a good old discussion about something that you know me and I would be both engage in, and something that League has is uh very out of the box of doing, and that's kit bashing model kits, you know.
1: So, yeah, what, what do y'all think? I know um, League <clears> definitely <throat> has made a few atrocious kitbashes bashes involving knights.
2: I have done a few (laughs) things to uh, upset Oberon (laughs) In in the uh, modeling arena, yeah.
0: That's true. You you definitely have. There has been some heresy. But, Obi, did you want to let people know first what we mean when we say kit
1: bash? Kit bash? Well, yeah. Not uh... to be confused
0: with kid bash, because that's illegal. Don't bash children.
1: (laughs) Only if it's your own, then it's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're another
1: child in a martial arts
2: tournament. (laughs)
0: Ah. Cobra Kai that bitch anyway
1: (laughs) yeah but kit bashing just basically you know it's what the name says you slap a couple of different kits together Uh, there's I guess kind of different levels on it and uh, it all kind of depends on how much money you want to throw at it so
0: yeah and and kit bashing also falls under the umbrella of conversion as well some people call it conversions Mm, yeah yeah, but it's basically taking parts from another kit that you have spare, be it the same type of model kit or something completely different and like combining it to make something cooler and newer. And uh, we'll, we'll go into it a bit more, but that's the, the crux of it.
2: Yeah, it's basically it, It's just taking two pieces from a different kit and that kit's just different pieces from different model sets. And that can be over the same brand or from different brands or even mm-hmm. different kinds of models even. It's just making, it's two bits and can be as simple or as complex as you want. But if you put one part from one box into another part from another box and join them together, that's just simply a kit bash.
0: Exactly. Lovely. Exactly. Lovely. Now, before we get too bit deep into the meat and potatoes of the episode, though, we have structure here on Nuts the Hobby Table, believe it or not. And no, that usually goes with I go, Obi, what the fuck have you been up to in your hobby space, brother? Tell <laughs> me about it. What's going on? In my
1: hobby space, actually... Just in
0: general, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? What? I haven't seen you for a month.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't done anything in a month either. Besides putting up a new cabinet, a display cabinet in my room, filling it out, mm-hmm. organizing the room a little bit more, cleaning, 3D printing a little bit of stuff. I, I actually did my first 3D printing commission as well. Um, oh, what did you print? Uh, actually, just a build plate filled with mushrooms. Mushroom. Mushrooms, as, as long as the eye can see, basically. Uh, I think it's around right. 300 mushrooms on that build plate, so... Oh, it was just basic material.
2: You, I saw yeah. that, and I was like, this I'll... is uh, not in an a wheelhouse?
1: Yeah, so somebody what... in what... my local area, they, uh, they're they starting a spite Gits army, and then thought basing material, okay. add some more mushrooms, so I was like, fine, okay. I, can, I cool. can do it. I, I don't know... Um... That's cool. Now, on your build plate, when you put
0: them all in on there, did you have mushroom left after? <laughs>
1: no, I was actually pretty caked with it. No it good, good, good.
0: <laughs> There's not mushroom left? Good. No. good, good, good. Like, when
2: you say local area, we know that your next door neighbor lives several days away, so just how long is that <laughs> the time to get there?
1: Um, uh, It's probably easier to send it by pigeon or carrier bird, whatever you prefer. Yeah, well, they don't get eaten by polar bears as often, so it's probably safest too. Yeah, they fly too high. Polar bears can't reach there.
2: Yeah, polar bears don't fly that high. <laughs> and, and,
0: and we all know that, you know, the other animals in Sweden lack the nipples to fend off the polar bears, so. Yeah. It's lucky that you sent them by carrier pigeon. That's good. Cool, man. Well, that's yeah. good shit. Good to see you're uh, making your 3D printer work for you. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a time to doing
1: that. Besides printing yeah. a little bit of stuff, I've also been doing some kit bashing myself, actually. So, What should we kit bashing? Tell That's us about it. it. Uh, tell, uh, us, well, tell us all about it. It's the good old Leviathan box. I thought uh, they looked a little bit too generic, so let's... Decided to add a little bit of pizzazz to them. Oh,
0: gee, they're so generic, you should send them to me, huh?
1: Actually, I'm sending <laughs> stuff to you,
0: dumbass. Don't, don't, I, I meant don't. the Terminators. Go. Go! Uh, <laughs> nah, fair enough, man. So what do, you, what do you keep bashing in the Leviathan box?
1: Uh, just the Marines? Yeah, just the Marines. Just adding a couple of Blood Angel bits in there that I've printed out. Or I got one of those Blood Angel upgrade sprues. So I'm just seeing where I, what else, whatever sweet. I can fin- fit on there. I've made, like, a little, you know, like a, a bits box with, like, different stuff, like oh. heads and shoulder plates. So it's you just, like... That's exactly as organized as I would expect you to be. <laughs> okay. I'm run. impressed
2: with that.
0: Uh, yeah. And, and then, I have like, shol- shol- the for
1: Obi. shoulder guards for, like, Terminators, for Gravis armor, and normal, uh, I guess, Mark marines. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah. next level, you need to put labels above them all so you know which they are. I
1: kind of want to get a label maker just to, like, organize yeah. like the shelves a little bit more and, like, <laughs> you know, make sure we that I, different I, creatures. I, uh, like... You know, make sure that everybody knows that this is a light, and that my yeah. computer screen yeah. is actually computer screen, and keyboard here. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Take that and
2: run like with it. It's pivotal to a label. <laughs> when you get to my point, I look at my bits. It's now a bits chest, so organization <laughs> is crucial. Because if you didn't, if you don't organize that, you'll spend days looking for that part that you thought you had seven years ago. Dude, that's what I do. I literally, <laughs> when I need to find a bit. I
0: grab a fistful out of my giant Ziploc bag, dump it on my computer desk, and start looking.
2: That upsets and me. And if
0: I don't find it, I put that into another bag, and then I go for the next fistful. Those, is, those, things that that mask, mm-hmm. those things that I used in that Mortal Kombat mask, those things I used in the Mortal Kombat mask, they just took me three days to find.
2: Oh. There's not one thing about that I liked.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Embrace elbow. the chaos. Let's uh, move on from me because uh, that's kinda of what I did. Not really a lot. Yeah. So uh,
0: Yeah. Like.
2: I Oh me! <laughs> surprise, oh. surprise have been oh. kit bashing.
0: Well a surprise.
2: Surprise, surprise. Um what? much Are like okay. Oblow. My recent kit bashes have been uh from the Leviathan kits. Got them a few months ago, but I haven't got properly around to working on them. I kit bash a bunch of Terminators, I used um bits from Grey Knights and change their heads around because I just happen to like the heads of those kits better. And I've attached mm-hmm. Yeah, no I agree. I've attached some small hobby chains to the weapons and arms of them to um to represent the chains that Black Templars usually chain to their weapons. And uh I guess for me that hits another nail on the head for why people kit bash is you have a certain vision. And then yeah, a I've a to Terminator captain. But like Obi said, the one I'm most proudest of is not actually uh, the knights that offended him. It was uh, this orc that I'm, I've am started painting in the last couple of days. It's a abomination of a kitbash. Many people would look at it and think, why have I done that? I don't have a good answer for them. All I can say is, is I heresy? felt like doing it. Uh, it's arch heresy. Of the highest accord. Uh-huh. You look at it and think, uh-huh. this shouldn't exist ever. It's horrible. But I can't stop looking. And I love it and it's beautiful. That's the reaction that I want from it. <laughs> and I get that from myself. And that's, I'm enough for me. I am Kenneth.
0: <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you make your kit bashes, you do them just to annoy people at Discord. And I gotta say, that makes me fucking laugh. The knights were an exercise in that
2: for Oberon, yes
0: yeah 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 Yeah, just two people that seeing how far you can
2: yeah Yeah.
0: seeing how far you can stretch that rubber band of a mind of his and make sure it still snaps
2: back yeah yeah yeah, big time a big component that is when i do it with nuts they are expensive kits so when he sees it he just sees a huge waste of resource and money and (laughs) it just grinds his nuts
1: it, it's coming to a point where it's like, you're actually walking the line of getting a ban from, from the server. So. Yeah,
2: and you look at it and you hate it, but you can't help but acknowledge it as art. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's... You know I don't what I want to see you, you do, Lad?
0: What's up? I want to <laughs> see you get make a jack-in-the-box where the jack that pops out is the top half, half of a knight. So you just like wind, 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 and then it pops out and it's just this thing on a spring. And it's a knight with a gatling gun. That's I what I wanna say.
2: I could do that. I have a spare knight that I won't <laughs> use for any other reason than to run with, so
3: Yes!
0: It's
2: actually uh it's actually the expensive one too to knight castellan, so you know, good use of resource oh. for me.
0: That's brilliant. Hey man, I have a knight
2: castle as well, I think. Hell
0: yeah. Oh no, I got get got an anus rex. Oh
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Anus. But that's what I've been up to, basically,
2: <laughs> is uh, more hobbying yeah, and working a lot.
0: You know what's fun? You know what's funny? I'm pretty sure that he actually said Blake, but you just jumped in and I'm like, I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> I did. <really? Ooh. laughs>
1: I think so. Who knows? It's okay. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's starstruck. It's fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I understand. Everyone is
1: nervous around me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> palms sweaty. You. Feet sweaty as well, apparently.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm in. I'm in a climate-controlled room, and now my feet are sweating. That's the exertion of pressure that he has.
0: Oh no, no, Woo. no! You know what the worst thing is? I'm not in a climate-controlled room. I never did get that aircon installed through winter, so get ready for you know, spatula of nuts yet again. It's and gonna get It's, it's, it's going It's warming you, you up, man.
2: It's warming up. You still have time.
0: I'm glad we only record monthly now, though, because it means it's only half the amount that it has to happen.
2: Yeah, uh, it's gonna be awkward in the middle of like they're gonna hear the voices and then it's gonna be a. I say no. What happens? That's what <laughs> you're gonna hear. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all slick. <laughs>
0: anyway, what what have I been up to? That's a good question. I've been up to fucking everything. Everything. Ah, uh,
2: that's a lot of things.
0: I sort of resurrected my hobby of um. Gelblasting. You know, the, uh... Like, airsoft, but with gel balls. Because we don't have airsoft in Australia. Uh, a friend gave me a couple of guns. Like, and so... I've just been playing around with them. Getting them in good repair. I'm probably gonna go out and play some skirmish with them at some point. On a Sunday. Just to run around. How um, big is skirmish? Dude, there's some big places. Like, uh... Up at Donnybrook. It's like a couple of acres. And they just go ham on each other, dude. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty fun. Sorry, I'm keen, but... I just gotta not uh, break my ankles because as I was explaining to uh, to my friend Locky, who's you know he's a like, six years younger than me, seven years younger than me, I'm like, bro, being in your thirties is like playing Fortnite with no shield. You know, like you're very squishy. It only takes a bit of full damage and you're dead. You know.
2: Yeah, I get you. You're done. You have full yeah, functionality, so. and it can go away very quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're squishy. You don't have those defenses you had in oh, your twenties.
2: Yeah. All, all that youth. But anyway,
0: exactly. So that's been fun just talking around with them a bit. Um, my three D printer has been going fucking ham. Um, I've been working on my metal Mandalorian helmet. It's I posted some pictures in the work in progress, but basically I got it rough sanded. I got it filler primed. I then sanded it again. And then I covered it with actually, um, I used Tamiya modeling putty and my thumb and, and my fingers. are basically just fucking like finger painted the gun with the uh, Tamiya modeling putty because it, it, it turns to plastic. So it was just really good for filling in the layer lines and it's quite smooth when it's finished. Um, it's so smooth, yeah. in the process of sending that, the Mortal Kombat mask I'm working on for my friend Mikey is now painted as you guys saw before. Mm-hmm. I just got to do some detail work with a brush and attach some elastic. I printed a Lilo and Stitch. You know, like Stitch. Little figure for the misses, <clears throat> Which I've sanded, primed, and... Sanded and reprimed. And... I 3D printed a Mark II Clone Trooper helmet the other day. Which I might add... I did. It is pretty small. I don't know if it's going to fit the person. I made it for's head. But if not, it's a great display piece. But it, um... My Mando helmet took me six and a half days on the printer. I got this one with all the skills I went down to four and a half days. Oh. So I knocked two whole days off of printing with my new settings. So I'm pretty impressed. Well,
1: that's pretty good.
0: <coughs> nice. So, been doing that. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've been working on some Warhammer here and there. Painting my uh, Land Raider still. Big uh. project. Uh. Oh! And Starfield, Starfield came out.
2: Oh yeah.
0: And uh, I don't know if you know, but it's Bethesda's new RPG. And I'm rather partial to Bethesda RPGs. They tend to absorb my life. <laughs> so yeah, I've been pretty frequently no not sleeping. I've been pretty frequently not sleeping, and instead of playing Starfield. Oops. Yeah, it looks
1: like yeah, but game. you
0: know, that's fun. It's Space Fallout. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, besides that, I haven't done it yet, but I'm starting to get the urge to uh, plug the guitar back in. Because a friend and I, I think, are going to finally start recording some material together. And yeah, so we came up with a little little name for the project and everything, which I'm not going to share yet, but you know. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, have been doing Lots everything. Lots going on. Very busy, bro.
1: Very busy. And on top of that, i got my fish tanks and shit still doing their thing, so... Mm. <clears throat> I actually yeah. kind of forgot something. that I've been working on, like, five Terminators as well and a librarian painting. Yeah, yeah.
2: you have to. Ones with the
0: ultra-bright green eyes and shit?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like <clears throat> that classic, like, uh, what is it, classic Blood Angel Terminator, like that all red blocked armor, then the piercing green um, glowy bits. Very contrasted. It's Very, fun- like, striking.
0: It's funny, because I've always viewed Dark Angel, uh, Blood Angels, as having, like, emerald green eyes. Mm. Yours are, like, predator blood. Yeah. Iridescent.
1: They're yeah. really cool. It's really striking. The key <laughs> is the old Tesseract glow, because I don't want to buy any other greens for... Kind of glow effects, so got it got it. Dude, it's... my Tesseract Glow always like clumps up at the bottom
0: and yeah. it just sucks. Get a Vortex Mixer, dude. Life changing, dude. I can't have a fucking vibrator sound rolling every time I'm painting at four in the morning. <laughs> All I heard
2: there was Oberon saying the key is Tesseract Glow because I'm too cheap to buy anything else. Yes, that's it. Yes. It's Bobby not like I have fucking,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it works, it works. A classic, uh, uh, it's the classic. It's the classic having uh,
2: only like two toms on your drum kit. Go and make it work. Don't buy another
1: yeah. one. <laughs> Honestly, like. Uh, there's a lot of musicians that could go make good drum tracks with you know just a bass drum uh, and a, a couple of sim like their standards. Just a, a standard drum yeah. kit and even all, yeah. all
2: about working with what you got.
1: Exactly.
0: It's about the groove, man. That's what it's about with drumming. You know, it's all about that groove. But yeah, anyway, I um, guess we'll kick off into it. League, will not you tell us a little bit about, obviously you told us, like, you need know, to keep bashing that. What are you into hobby-wise? Like, are you just a Warhammer person? What's going on? Tell us a little bit about I you. I
2: am a Warhammer person. Yes, that's what I first got into. But <laughs> I sometimes pick up children's toys um i look at some toys that come out and i think those look pretty cool and i will kit bash those together to either use in warhammer or because i just like the look of things and i like to build things take them apart and put them back together using different parts from different things oh, yeah. it is mostly Warhammer. Right. But it's it's more <clears throat> kit bashing for me is it's more of a creative expression and a lot of that gets uh the itch scratched by warhammer But every now and then I'll see different pieces from different like um, brands or different kinds of um, toys and I'll be like "That I can do something with that and make something cool looking and I can paint it up and I'll enjoy that.
3: Okay.
0: That's sick. That's a good answer. So besides Warhammer and away from Kid Bash obviously like do you have any other things you like to do? Because like not everyone that listens is going to know you obviously. I occasionally dabble in gaming.
2: I'm not good at it. In fact, I'm quite bad.
0: That's right. Neither is Obi. That's fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Actually, one of my other hobbies is watching Obi play horror games. I recommend <laughs> Oh, that's one actually. of my favorites yeah. too. Alien Isolation was a banger. Yeah. <laughs> like you, yeah. When he plays a horror game, you can see his little portrait in the corner, of it and you can actually see beads of sweat form on his brow as it happens. And it's very entertaining to watch. And it's like a double bonus because sometimes you get scared as well, and he gets scared, and everyone gets scared. It's, it's lovely.
0: Exactly. I, I've been saying it for ages. I would love to see Obi start just a Twitch channel that he plays occasionally, Hell yeah. but only horror games. Yeah. Yeah. only horror
2: <laughs> games. That's what I'd like to see. But then I'd like to see him go into like a VR um experience. That's a horror game. See what happens.
1: Oh my god! I would <laughs> run away straight into <laughs> a wall. <laughs>
2: no.
1: That'd be a banger. That'd be, That'd crazy. be
2: cool as fuck. And uh. I'd, I'd love to my see that. Big hobby is Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, okay. So you play D&D?
2: I do. And Pathfinder, but they're they're very similar. A tabletop role playing games. Uh, that's that's the umbrella I'll put them when, under.
0: When you play D and D, do you play in person or online?
2: I prefer to play in person. Um, just cause when yeah. I do it online, I tend to lose concentration very quickly. So if I, if I'm in person, it's much more stimulating and engaging for me as yeah, opposed yeah. to if, if I'm, if I do it online, I get distracted very easily and trail off.
0: Cause no one here has problems paying attention to things at no, all. No one right? here doesn't, no, no one here has ADHD. No. Definitely not. Short attention no, none of that around here. No,
2: i so again? I'm, not, I'm I'm not medicated <laughs> at all. ADHD. <laughs> I yeah. probably fucking should be. Yeah, my. That Warhammer. No, um, Dungeons and Dragons is my main hobby. I play maybe a couple times a week with two groups I meet up with, and it's a, it's a good way to just really? hang out with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Every couple of weeks. I didn't um, even know that about you, bro. Group of friends, we always gather and play it. And it's very. Um, it's a good way just to hang out, but also just to get creative and really, like, just have a good time.
0: Yeah, and, that, uh, that was one thing that I really liked. Um, I had a campaign that went for, like, two and a half years, and I loved playing. Like, whenever we could meet up, I just felt so, like... Because you're really working your brain to craft narrative. Yeah. And to roleplay. Like, if you're doing it properly. And it is really fun creatively. Like, you get all these cool things going on, like... It's very... In en- a fantasy world, and I love that shit as well.
2: It's mentally engaging. Yeah, yeah. Which, on a different level to most things, which I love. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. And the other part of that for me is um, when we play Dungeons & Dragons, we we simulate the combat environments using miniatures and terrain. So my Warhammer hobby doubles up for that because I'll paint and build terrain for Warhammer. And because Dungeons & Dragons is commonly a fantasy setting, I also build the Warhammer Age of Sigmar side, the fantasy side. So a lot of the models I use yeah. and build and paint for that get transposed into D&D as well. So I've kind of com- soft combined the two.
0: That's cool. I like that. When, when we, um... Funny story, actually. When we had our D&D campaign that we were doing, I had a character named Jason. He was a Dragonborn Barbarian. And instead of using Hero Forge to create my character, I actually kitbashed him. Hell yeah. Because I thought that was much more in the uh, spirit of, you know, what I like to do. So he had... I used a bit of green stuff, but he was basically a Chaos Warrior from, uh... Oh, not Warrior, uh... The Bloodbound guys, whatever the Cornite guys from uh, Age of Sigma, he's one band, of yeah. those bodies. Yeah, he's one of those guys with a, a Soros warrior head, and yeah, just like deaths him out with like a big axe and shit. Yeah. And yeah, it was real cool.
2: That's cool because those warriors really cool. are big and jacked up, so it fit the part for a barbarian really well.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was
2: real cool. Yeah, and that's like another part of kitbashing yeah. as well. It's like you find bits that you like, and you put them together to make something that. You can't convention to get.
0: A hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, I'm gonna shoot some questions around because, like, obviously us being asked, we haven't actually written any questions, and they're just popping into my head.
2: But you're so, so organized. I'm just gonna roll with
0: it while I've got to... I got mean, them. I'm just gonna, to... <laughs> yeah. Obi's the organized one now. Obi, yeah. Before you go trailing off, and kitbash here. Um, get over here, you squirrel. See the I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Obi. Obi, do you remember the first time that you ever kit anything? Yeah. And what was it? Yeah. I don't remember, I think. And not just Warhammer. You've been doing Gundam for a long time and stuff like that as well.
1: Uh. No, I think it was. Actually, putting two kits together, I think it was. uh... One of my Necron guys, the Scorpic Lord, when I got that one. Yeah, because okay. he's holding like his claw open. Uh, is is like a destroyer lord, and he has like a claw, a sword, and a gun. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I could do something really cool with his claw. So I just, you know, put a a space marine helmet in there, and I could do some green stuff and make it look like he ripped out his vertebrae and everything, and whoa, blood dripping from there. That's. My that's first sick. kit bash, I guess, but it's not really. Yeah, yeah. It was just adding. Totally to counts. Yeah, totally counts. That,
2: yeah. Oh, that's like, cool. And that's, a kit bash can be super simple. It counts.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. What about you, Lee? Do you remember your first kit
2: bash? I just reached over t- onto my shelf, and I'm currently holding it. Yeah. What do you got? It's a. It is also a Cornate Bloodbound.
0: Oh. That used that
2: as the base. I kept one of the axes, and I've switched out his other axe for the trident that came on the original box for the Age of Sigma release, the first one. There was another model in there that had a trident, and so I gave that trident to this model, and I've attached a helmet from one of the elf kits from the Fantasy line, as well as a cape from the Fantasy elf line, and I painted him blue and aquatic colours to simulate some kind of... Um, it's meant to be like an aquatic elf. So he's got a trident. His skin's painted up blue. He's got lots of blue and green tones. So he's meant to be... I think he's meant to be a triton. Which in D&D is essentially uh, an underwater human.
0: Right. So like an Atlantean almost. Yeah,
2: almost like that. Like Kind of like what Aquaman is. Arcor Man, yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. That was a very that's first cool one as one fuck, dude. It's right there. And from I'm thinking about that question you just asked, I realized that's my first one.
0: Oh, hmm. there you
2: go. And that was for D and D.
0: So for me, I think it wasn't anything grandiose at all. But back in the day, uh, when you used to buy certain space marines. Like, if you bought a standard space marine and you put, like, a plasma cannon on him, mm. it was just a big lump of metal that went onto your space marine, right? Like, onto the front of him. And I was, like, 14, 15. I had no fucking clue. And no hobby experience. And I just could not get this fucking metal gun to line up for the life of me. So, ever the resourceful person, what I actually did was, like, uh it was all lower than the shoulder joints. So me being me, I um and this not the best uh kit bash, but I put the standard shoulder pad over his disjointed shoulder, and then above it, um no, yeah, so above it I put two more shoulder pads overlapping each other. So I was like, two and then a third. So it looked like he just had this gigantic shoulder thing going on. <laughs> And you couldn't really notice how displaced it was. And uh, on the back where the cable's connected to the backpack, that didn't line up either. So I cut one of the little circles off of the sprues, like this perfect little circles. I nipped that off. I glued that right in the hole. And I'm like, this is art.
1: I'm done. (laughs) And,
0: like, it looked god-awful, but he was painted Ultramarines anyway, so I guess he got what he deserved.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was from Damn.
0: And that, and I also, um, I there also kept on. back, bashed an orc's arm onto, um, Tell onto a space marine. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> um, I, kept, I kept I bash an orc's arm onto a space marine, because I wanted him to look like his armor had, like, come off. So he just had this big fucking orc arm. It was pretty funny. Looking back at it now, it was very much like a quagmire from Family Guy if he discovers internet porn. (laughs) You know, it worked. It worked.
2: It does work, because in the Uh, whack universe of 40k, that's like, that's that's standard. That happens. Everything can occur, everything in an infinite universe
0: like 40k, everything can occur once. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 If I have to listen to stories about dickheads about lost Primarchs and <laughs> shit like that, then then people can accept an orc armed space rune, okay? That's right. Yep. I mean I mean what what if his arm got blown off in combat and an orc spore got into there and just sprouted a fucking fungus arm. We don't know yeah. how things like this work.
2: Or well, maybe that's just his arm and he's super jacked in that one arm. Maybe he's jacked, dude. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Maybe his name is Sergeant Jack. Jack off. (laughs) But yeah. So that was one of my first. Now, the next one, I'm going to ask you, boys. Do you have a kit bash
2: you're most proud of? Like, you can go first. I have like, I have several parameters. There's one that I like the most that I've done. But there's also the ones that have uh, gone the most... uh... I sometimes I judge my kit bashes on how much I make Oberon convulse. By looking at him. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that's a good metric. Yeah, it's a very good metric.
0: It's either convulsing or him nothing. It's it's no in between. Yeah, it all lives and dies by Oberon's reaction. Yeah.
2: However, I think my Because you know
0: my reaction is yeah, always going to be, yeah. oh yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, always.
2: You're, <laughs> you are a champion of always. the people. Oberon's almost. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I, I think, man. Oberon's a bit of a he's a bit of a naysayer. <laughs> he not many things one. that he likes. Actually, he's a not a fan of change. Yeah.
0: Well, no. I think I think Obi has ants in his pants today because he just keeps walking away from the mic.
1: It's because I'm watching to see what all my models like. You know, I'm trying to see, you know. <laughs> you mean you're watching Whatever.
2: the models like like Toy Story, trying to see if they're going to get up and move around? <laughs> Maybe it's that,
0: it's that movie, <laughs> Toy
2: Soldiers. You uh-huh. know. Ah. Uh. Yeah, my favorite match is definitely the, um, I don't know what I, I called it, the um, death, the uh, Nemesis Death Dread. That's what I called it. It's a Nemesis Dreadnought oh. from the Grey Knights combined with a Death Dread from the Orcs line with a uh, Savage Oric from the Age of Sigma line as well as a couple other loose Grey Knight bits and grots stationed around the robot as its maintenance crew.
0: Yep, yep.
2: And it's got the very very I just, pivotal uh, crutch rocket.
0: I do distinctly remember that being a total banger of our uh, kit bash.
2: Yeah, it's, a, it's an extreme monster that everyone liked.
0: Yeah. But very close in second to two nights
2: that I did. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Yeah, okay, go. Sorry, League. Uh, close in second
2: to the two go. armages that really uh, rocked Obler and Socks. Apart from his dis- disapproval of them, they are actually quite up there. I do like how they turned down. We, we don't have
0: video for this, but Oblero's just sitting here, red face, shaking his head. Yeah, a... This is like... Mm. The poor cunt, he signed up to do this episode, not thinking what it was like rocking up with two ADHD-ass Australians in the one chat. Yeah, normally he's he, looking he at his camera. Didn't... Yeah, normally he is. He's trying, he's, he's yeah. about to bust a bus nut. Anyway, <laughs> so what did you do to your knights? Like, how did you mod them?
2: Um, I returned to, so the Nemesis Deadruff, there was a, I took off all the melee weapons and the exhaust and all the like the little mechanical bits that are attached to the body, um, which left me with just like the ba- basic chassis of the Death Dread. So I took that, the legs yeah. and the body, and I stuck armature parts in it. And then I found a, a Necron's Royal not Royal Warden, sorry, a uh, Doomstalker. I cut the mm. top off of that so I gave I, I kept the um the four large spindly legs, that's kind of like a World of War. Is it World War? World of War the the movie that has the tripods. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, yeah, that one. So they're kind of, it's kinda of like that, but I put the armager body top half on top of that. And there was a lot of work involved in making those things work, but they turned out really well. And I scrapped off a lot of the armage's um protective plates and kinda of left it intentionally bare to make them look like uh to make them look like they were cobbled together by someone. So they're not entirely like as they're not meant to look like they're in as working order as a fresh one would be. They're meant to look like someone has gotten bits some mechanic, some tech priest, or some heretic has gotten parts from a whole different bunch of machines and put them together in the hopes that they would work. Some damn Australian. Yeah. Some damn Mad Max <laughs> Australian.
0: Mad Max. Yeah, I'm well, in essence, they, <laughs> you know, they're funny. very when Mad Max. When you're talking about it, all I'm picturing is, uh, you know, the, uh, the things from Legend of Zelda... Uh, in the fucking oh fuck I can't remember the name of the game now the one that everyone likes the open one and then you fight those weird things the sentinels and then you got the laser beams and shit I'm picturing that but with like a 40k nine on top of it yep that's all that comes into my brain it's yeah. a bit very, very leggy very leggy I yep. like that I like that I like that what about you Obi? what is your favourite kit match?
1: I don't know, there's probably, like, three of them. Uh, yeah? When I started out, I started out with the Necrons, of course, and I uh, I bought, like, a lot of Necron models. Uh, one of those is Wraiths. Uh, I got, like, three boxes of Wraiths. They're, like, more spindly kind of things. They phase through the walls and everything. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. I built two boxes of them with the different weapon variants and then I have one box left and decided Alright, let's make one of those uh tomb stalkers I think the name is. They're Forge World models and me not wanting to buy Forgeworld because it was expensive, I just decided I'll kit bash it myself. And I actually okay. used quite a lot of cool things in there. Um I also used uh, one of the Void Dragon's heads as his head. And yeah, I don't know. It, it came out pretty cool. Uh, kit bashed it. My, that's sweet. I'll, uh, I'll post some pictures of it later.
2: Nice. Yeah, of course, of course. And that's like hitting yeah, another kit sweet. bashing head is making a kit for a much cheaper cost using parts that you have.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah. I was just well, repurposing what I, I mean, had.
0: The thing is, most people like unless you're at someone really strict. Like most people will accept a proxy if it's a yeah. cool proxy. Yeah, yeah mm. as like, long as the like, base is fine.
1: It's like,
0: yeah, exactly. But like, if you go, oh, this is this. I'm playing by these rules, but I can't bash these yeah. things together to make it look cool. People go, yeah, it does look cool. I accept that. So it's not really an issue. Yeah. 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 What else did you have there, Obi? If you All
1: want right. To check it out. Um. The other one is probably the four-legged war dog or uh armager, I guess you oh, could call yeah. it. Oh that yeah. That thing's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh and then of course putting all the LEDs in my knights, of course. That's the whole Yeah. Kind well of that's not really
0: kit it's definitely conversion. Yeah. Like you yeah. put a lot of work into that, you cut them apart, you fill it with them open.
1: Yeah. Like you did a
2: lot there.
3: Um
2: the four I legs think... part, though, that's definitely kitbash.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. Otherwise... Yeah, and you did a good job, too. Like, it looks like oh, it yeah. was made that way. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, the shit you guys have done, all of it, looks like it came that way from the factory. Weird. They're weird models, but they're so well done. And I think that people will probably get a little intimidated yeah. Um, the idea of kit bashing, but you just gotta do it, man. Throw the parts together. If you had the vision, yeah. it's not hard to execute.
1: No. Yeah. That's right. It's uh it's definitely a a, a little practice to it and you're you're going to have to sacrifice a couple of pieces to to get to the the piece you actually want. But uh, once you get the hang of where you need to cut with your nippers and scrape off the remaining parts with your knife, I think, once you get the hang of that, it's, it's all just, you know, putting a hand on an arm basically again.
0: Yeah, and, and even then, uh, it's not even about sacrificing necessarily. Like, if you're a model builder of any type, you will have spare bits at the end of a build. Save those fuckers, and we'll talk a bit more about that later. But like, you can find the right bit for what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, my favorite two conversions—they're not even like a
1: big deal. Oh, that is sick, Obi. Yeah. That is sick, bro. One of them is. I love that. Uh, also, a Scorpic Lord. I inverted That's cool as well. the the standard ones. The the arm from it. And added yep. like a resurrection orb to it, and yeah. then I kit bashed together the staff completely. So yeah, no. it's this That's is cool. uh, uh, from uh, the Praetorian kits, is the bottom yep. ones, and then it's the Lichguard knives on the top. So. Yeah, no, it looks... Dude, it looks like it came out of the box that way. It's yeah. so
0: over the top, and I love
1: it. It looks like exactly. an alternate it's version really of cool.
2: the, um... The other Lord Bear release. Illuminator. I can't say that.
1: Seras? Cesaris? Yeah, Seras. Illuminator. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's cool as fuck. Yeah. So, good. now, I haven't gone nearly as hard out as you guys. But, I have a couple that I'm really proud of as well. Um, I did make a model completely from <laughs> scratch... For one of the Lawhammer um, painting competitions, I don't know if anyone remembers that. You might ob. Do you remember that model I made from scratch? He was um he was basically a Chaos Beastman that I made look forty k. Um, he had armor on him and he had a massive fucking Imperial Guard heavy gun on him, like it was like basically an auto cannon. He was holding, and I painted him all in white and that. I, I came second, I think, for the, for the, for that month. Yeah. When I, uh, when I won it. Um, and it was real cool. But yeah. So that was really cool. And it was literally like, I had a really old, like, chaos beastman Like, back in the day fantasy model. Yeah. And then I just put some guardsman bits on him. And then some space marine bits. And, like, he was supposed to be, like, a hive world bounty hunter, basically. Um, and he was really cool. Um, I don't even know where it is anymore. But if I find that, I'll send you some pictures of me. Yeah, I-, I could probably do a lot better now, but it was cool.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling through the, uh, to the, through the Constance page Painting and seeing conditions? if I can find it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure you will. Um, the other one. Now, this is a lot more simple, but it was very effective. Now, when I did my Dreadnought, uh, my Redemptor,
2: is that what it is? The Primaris one? The yeah. Redemptor's
0: Redemptor? the base one, the first one. When I I d- yeah, so when I did my Redemptor Dreadnought, it's got the plasma cannon on it, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, wouldn't that be really cool if it was firing a projectile? Now, this was well before I owned a 3D printer. Mm. And then I just built a gunner model, and I was looking at the fucking, um, the beam saber. And I cut it out, and I made the startling discovery that the bottom of the beam saber fit inside the barrel of the plasma gun. I'm like, well that's all I need, so I glued the fucker there, and I painted it up, like I primed it, I painted it, and made it look like the projectiles coming from the actual cannon of the Dreadnought. Now it's not a big kit bash. it's a very minor thing, but every time I post that Jurassic Park Dreadnought, people always say, dude look at the fucking beam on that thing, like it's what I always get, always.
2: You know, mm-hmm. so we go little things the like
0: point. that, like yeah, exactly. And it's like it's just I paint it like as good as I can, you know. And people lose their brains over. It. I even painted, I uh, put it in like one of the really high end painting groups, and people loved it, man. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the best painter, I do all right, but people loved it. Um, and the other one as well, I have a Gundam. Uh, I think they call it a Buster Gundam It's got this massive cannon. So, to make it even bigger, from my uh, Gogeta or Vegito kit? Vegito. Uh, I had a Bandai Vegito kit where he had like a, a Kamehameha sort of blast on there. I put that on the end of the cannon. So, it's like it has a muzzle flash the length of the cannon. It's gigantic, it's huge, and it's cool as fuck. Yeah. So, just those little sort of things are cool as fuck, man.
2: Yeah, oh, I fine. I found, where, I found the, the, the... To part of it. Is you can just get something
1: so Oh, simple. you found that?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh Yeah. How cool is that, man? I'll post it in the Warhammer chat if that's fine. Excellent. Excellent. I want to look at it again too, because I haven't seen it in ages. Yeah, hold on.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, mind you, I'm pretty sure I was like uh when we wrote the story for it. I'm pretty sure I was, like, riddled with sickness. <laughs> like, I was not well.
1: And, uh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I can see now, actually. The, the other camera looks <laughs> stupid, school as fuck.
2: I'm looking at that monster. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's funny. I love the, uh, I did like
0: a red dot on his eye, like a, like a lens, and he, he just, he's got so much attitude, man. I loved it, you know? It was silly as fuck, but it was just a bits
2: bag thrown together. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was cool. The gun is comically big and I'm I'm here for that. (laughs) Yeah, well... (laughs) There is no other way. It's worth doing.
1: It's worth doing. It's worth overdoing. This is the way.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is the way. Exactly. Exactly. Have you got anything you want to talk about, Ovi? Any questions when I ask League or me or
1: how do you start with like a vision Um, you know like if you have a vision where do you go from there like do you use the bits you have or you do actually go out and buy the specific kits to do the kit bashing or you know do you make your own bits maybe league um
2: it depends on like it, it, it depends on the vision you have. So like for me, the reason, and it depends on the reason why you kit Bash. So for me, the reason I kit Bash is because I get an idea of like, I I get I buy a model and I look at it and I think everyone else has, everyone who has bought this box will have the same model as me as I build it. This thing as it is, is generic. It's a blank slate. There's no story. There's no lore attached to it. So the reason that I kitbash is because I'll use Warhammer as an example. I like the Black Templars chapter from Warhammer 40K. And they're a very story chapter. And you can tell a lot of a story by taking this basic box and adding things to it from other kits, making your own bits, or just chopping things from somewhere else and putting them on there. And you can tell like a story through the character base. So it is, while it is a hobby, Miniature building and painting and kit bashing is part of the, the art form as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the vision it yeah.
2: depends on how, where your vision comes from. So for me, it's from a law perspective. But then you might have some people who have their vision from a tabletop standard and vision from a uh, financial standpoint where they say, oh, I don't want to spend five billion dollars buying all different kits. I'm going to be as cheap as I possibly can and recreate the same units from different kits using the things I've already accumulated. Yeah. That's, and that's just another vision and they're all stretches of creativity. And some people just like, they just want they look at bits from kit and they, it's an exercise in how creative and how cool can I make this thing? So vision yeah. comes from plenty of different places. Some people look at yeah. it as a challenge and say, what do I already have and what can I make from? And that's like what Blake did with his uh, bestical. He looked in his box and said, I have all these bits. What cool shit can I come up with? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas for me, yeah, I'll exactly. sometimes look at, I'll buy small bits from other things to realize of a vision that I have. So for black Templars, um, sometimes I'll buy like a head or a helmet from another kit that from, is something that I don't have just cause that fits the exact vision of what I have. So a lot of my kit bashing time I spend searching for the exact bit and rather than buying the kit for like say $100 that has that one bit I need, someone might be Mm. selling on eBay or on an online market group for $2. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And that's how I kit bash out from there. So it's a mixture of what I do have but then also the vision is I'll often see what someone else has done or I'll often read about something or see an artist's depiction of what something looks like and think, damn, that looks cool. Mm. How can I best recreate that in my own style?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And And, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna jump in with my answer here as well, just because, like, I agree, um, especially with the narrative thing, right? So, me and League, we come from a very similar place in our mental states. Like, we're very similar creatively. Um, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I probably have a backstory for it, at least, like, a Even if it's not fleshed out, it's like, oh, this is his little story. You know, like, every time I play Skyrim, I'm not the Dragonborn. I'm some other random guy that happens to be doing Dragonborn shit, you know? (laughs)
3: Like,
0: I've come up with, like, oh, like... Like, I I installed mods on there once where I was only using Viking shit, right? (laughs) And my whole thing was my house was up in uh, Morthal, where they had that Viking-looking longship, and my whole little backstory was, oh... I got lost at sea on a voyage and washed up here in Tamriel. Mm -hmm. Somehow ended up here. And so I stuck to only using things that were, like, semi-realistic to the real world. Like, iron, steel swords, uh, alchemy, like, things like that. And smithing and shit like that. And, like, it was a very restrictive playthrough, but it was very fun. And the point I'm making is that it's the same with my models. So, with, um, you know, obviously... I don't know if you've seen Oh, you probably noticed. Uh, with a lot of my models, the big thing is when I'm putting them on the base, I try to give them a look of locomotion. I'm mm. not big into the whole static pose. No. Like, uh, all of my Assault uh, Primaris guys, they're all jumping off of things. And, like, there's a certain role about them. And same as, like, my, uh, my Dreadnought, he has a bit of a walk on. Mm. And I wanted it to very much look like he sort of walked and shot and that's why he's like yeah. like that, you know. So like, and that's his. He Doesn't really have much of a story there, but my whole chat has a story, which is going to require a bunch of kick bashing going forward. Yeah. So I have is it Blingartherons yeah. from the Dominus box? Yep. Yeah. So what I want to do for them, and this is actually League's idea, I want to replace all of their sword blades, or at least some of them, with Tyranid warrior blades. Oh. Yeah, so to make it look like they're like, they've ramshackled together this blade with the hilt of their sword that they've obviously broken from fighting and then obviously I can add a little scales and shit. I want to do that. And the other thing is too, I have the, uh, is it the Invictus war suit? With the cage on top and the little right, marine yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah. I have one of those, and I haven't finished him yet, but I have posed him. And what I've done is I've specifically made him one foot is like he's rolled his ankle, right? Mm-hmm. And his left hand, the one that's like the claw, is up in front of his face. And the reason for that is I'm going to get the Hormagaunts with the uh, claws, the Scyther-looking motherfuckers. On his left foot, where he's off balance, he's going to be tripping on a bunch of bodies of these Hormagaunts. And uh, on his back, he's going to have one clawing into it. With like deep gouges in the model. Mm-hmm. And then on the front, he's going to have one in his hand that he's trying to crush, but it's still clawing at the actual war suit as well.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So it'll be like, the claw will be sort of embedded in that side armor next to the cage, but he'll be like crushing it with the hand. And obviously that's not like a rich, like, oh, who's this guy from this planet story? But like, that's his little story. His little thing is like, he's completely beset by tyrannids. Mm-hmm. I like that. I even have a set way that I paint my Tyranids to make them uniform to my friend's Tyranids that he was doing. Uh So I paint them like his. Mm. You know? So it's... It is just... It starts with... The vision comes from the narrative that you bake into it, in my opinion. Yeah. And from the... Sometimes it comes from the, okay, GW hasn't given us what we want, so let's make it. Yeah. You know, um, obviously before Primaris came out, it was very common for people to true scale. Uh, Marines, they were doing, using Terminator bodies, I believe. Yeah. Like the legs of them and stuff. <laughs> oh no, Why? um, Poor Terminator. I, I believe, I believe. I can't remember, I think Mark was talking about it on an episode of Warhammer a very long time ago. Mm. Um... And you know, what are they called? The um the centurion warsuits. I was watching Eon's of Battle the other day and he converted those guys to actually look better. He like thickened them up. Made the legs spread out a bit more and like just thickened them up a bit so they don't look so chody. Yeah, yeah. And they look so much better. Yeah. Because it's like GW didn't do a great job with those kits. Like they look okay. There's a lot of detail, but they could have done better. Yeah, yeah. In the out, in some people's opinions. So that's what they went and did. They went and did it. So to me that's where a kit bash comes from.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and also, I guess the other thing is sometimes you just get fucking bored. <laughs> like, I'm a teen karate, right? Like, even just talking today, I had this dumb idea that I wanna make a night with a Morningstar mace oh. that is a ball with a bunch of energy swords, uh, like power swords, yeah. protruding from it. Right? Like a ball power with power blade. swords coming out. So it's like a power mace power on a blade. chain. <laughs> and it's... Yeah. Why? Because it's fun. I get
2: where you're coming from. It's fun. It's like, I guess yeah. you're like me. You'll build like, say you get a box of ten, you'll build one model and you'll be like, okay, I've done that. I don't want to do the next one the same. He needs to be different. Yeah. 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 100%.
0: Yeah. Okay. Even my, uh, my land raider, I, uh, my bannerman for my, uh, custodies. Mm. I just cut one of those banners up and attached it to the door for extra markings, you know? Yeah. Mm. Technically a kit bash.
2: Yeah. yeah. needed to happen. Lots of your kit what bashing about you, about story. And it really shows. With I, how you Yeah. Kit yeah. Tell us a story.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think personally for me it's more of a like I'll have a set of guys and I'll do them standard the way they are from the box and then if I ha- happen to have that kit again I kind of want to change it up just to yeah. make them different yeah, yeah. Be- well yeah. I
3: think that's
0: that's the thing these days sorry not to cut you off but When I first got into Warhammer, everything was multi-pose. So you didn't actually have to kit-bash to make one box different from the other box. Yeah. But now, everything's all the same pose. So I agree, man. When you're making, like, you know, oh, my second box of Assault Intercessors, of course you're going to modify
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you don't. Mm. Yeah. And there's the the other way of looking at it. Uh, For example, my kit. Uh, He wanted to have a Hive Tyrant for his birthday, so I bought him the Hive Tyrant box set. And lo and behold, you have like nearly all the bits left to make another Hive Tyrant. So my plan was, okay, what bits do I actually need to make another Hive Tyrant? And I 3D printed those parts, so... Yeah. Now I have yeah. two Hive Tyrants for the price of one, basically.
0: <laughs> exactly. But you still bought the models, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not encouraging counterfeiting at all, but, like, you know, if you got stuff, make stuff.
1: Exactly. Like, it's you know? just using all the bits that are in there, so... Yeah. That's
0: in right. fact, it would be vi- environmentally irresponsible not to. Exactly. exactly.
1: I mean, I have the resin, and I have the plastic. I can put them together That's right. and make something out of it.
0: You have the technology.
1: Exactly. And I, I think it might be the same way how I will look at uh, the leftover bits for my space brains. Like, I'll just yeah see what I have left and print out what I need to make a whole kit again. Just like, you know, spawn infinite amount of models, I guess, with whatever bits you have. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's another reason I kit bash. I look at some bits they have left over and think these are really cool. Be ashamed to just let them go. Mm. Mm.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm on eBay looking at our uh, Turned Warrior bits. <laughs> 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 nice. If you only knew a guy who could print your heart some stuff. Well, Well,
0: I know, but that guy's already three D printing me a bunch of stuff, and I'd feel horrible for asking. I do know, uh, considering how busy he's been lately.
2: You can, but I think it's the Swarm Lord or the Tyranid. I think it's called the Swarm Lord. You can buy him, and you can assemble him in such a way that you'll have like I think four or six leftover bone swords.
1: That's the Hive Tyrant kit. Hive Tyrant. It's the same kit, and he'll have a lot of leftover
2: bone swords if you build him with his other configuration. And you still get a cool okay. badass tyrant uh, uh, general model. Is it called a general? Yeah. Uh, well, it's
1: either either you build a winged hive tyrant, or you build the the swarm lord, or you build like a hive tyrant with like uh, yeah seething claws or see, see, the swords. The big
0: issue is the big issue is if I buy that, I'm gonna want to make a heap of fucking. <laughs> it. Yeah, and it's just a snowball. It's just a snowball. or yeah. you can, you know, or you uh, can
2: put that tyrant under the foot of whatever big thing you want.
0: That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I do like put. I do like taking people's models they like and actually just using them as basic materials. Quite funny. Yes, yeah, well I do over Especially and, and ultra and
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't got the ultra uh, I I do have tyranids and necron bits though. I nice. have, like, one of my intercessors with, like, a necronaut sticking out from under the rock and shit. It's pretty funny. Yeah,
3: nice.
1: I'm I'm actually yeah. still kind of, like, deciding what I'm gonna do with the Warhound for basing. And, you know, because it will de- the side is all pose and everything. So I haven't really figured out what I'm gonna do for that. You know what you should do?
3: You should... Acquire... A
0: tank... Like a chaos tank. And fucking have him like stomping on it.
1: It wouldn't be a chaos tank per se because I don't have any chaos armies. So I would probably be... No, no, but
0: I'm saying for the... I'm saying just acquire one. And that way if you come against a chaos player or whatever, you show someone that's a
1: chaos fan, mm-hmm.
0: do a Nurgle tank, because mm-hmm. you always trigger the Nurgle people the best. Yeah. <laughs> <But that's laughs> oh, fun point. story. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, I work <laughs> now at, like, a really big factory place where, well, it's a startup factory, and the organizer, like, who, who like, he holds the meetings for the guys who, who, where we all the different companies sit together and, and talk and everything, and I just started looking at this guy's tattoos and I'm like, I wonder if that's like a chaos star. And the more he starts moving his arm, it's like, fucking hell, that's a Slaenish banner there. And a corn motherfucker, this guy is into Warhammer. So I, I straight up asked him, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dude, you're into Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the more I started talking, it's like, yeah, okay. So... Which one is your favorite of oh, the four chaos uh, gods? Then he's like, eh, I'm into Norgal. I'm like, I'm backing up. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this explains so gonna, much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask if you told him to listen to the podcast, but now I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And right. A
2: cool thing Blake has done with his Tyranids is he's, he's painted them up to look like his friends Tyranid models.
1: Yeah. And that's it's like just, another way you yeah. can
2: include like. Others in your hobby as well, and that's just adds yeah. to the narrative. So when if he were to play Warhammer with his friend, he on his bases has the same as in that live like game that he's playing, and it adds to the yeah. enjoyment of that. Yeah, exactly. And it just looks cool.
0: And, and and my bases actually match our battlefield as well that I have as my home field. Yeah. So it's like it's all matchy match. And the idea I did have. It's a shame my friend's not really playing Warhammer these days, but the idea I did have eventually is to get, like, a big leather-bound journal and make it, like, really fucking cool with, like, you know, all the lore or whatever is going on and then record the battles and actually have, like, a campaign set out where, like, oh, this army, defeated this army, this planet and took it. Mm. And, like, you know, between, say, me, Bowen and my friend Bevan we're all, like, vying for control of the solar system. Or, like, you know, does my army and Bowen's army team up to repel the Tyranids? Like, making a narrative, and then having that all recorded as it happens in this big leather-bound book. Yeah, time. You know, and I just think that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Because, like, then when you're done, even when it's done, and you don't play Warhammer with those friends anymore or whatever, because that stuff happens, you have this book where you can really read over all the fun you had. And all the results, and like, you know, oh, that's right, that guy died on this turn. And we were very sad, and he perma-died. Maybe you make characters perma die, or like, yeah. those things are fun, man. You know? Yeah. Like, mixing narrative with your wargames is the tits. Yeah,
1: that's kind and of why shoot. most of my basing is also the same. And, for example, for my knights, I glued Necron Scarabs all across their bases. So if you yeah. if you've seen that, you'll think, "Huh, okay, that's weird." But then on the Necrons, I'm using like Blood Angel parts, get yeah. around their bases, yeah. so they're they're all coming like full circle because they're it, they're basically just fighting over the same planet. So
0: and the coolest thing is, with that, then you can do the ultimate kit bash if you want. Like you've got your small cabinet there. Mm. On top of that would be the perfect place for a large-scale diorama with LEDs and things like that between your Necrons and your Blood Angels. Yeah.
1: Uh, Would that not be the perfect spot? I actually... You know what I mean? Like, that's cool, man. I've got one diorama piece that that I've wanted to do, and that's with the Custodes, basically. And that's making a temple board. Because their bases are basically like mm. temple, temple squares, um, so I was thinking of doing something with that, um, but I haven't gotten to it yet, and time is running out. So are really you dying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just I I, tick, I don't top, have the time tick, for top. these big projects and everything, so I just and quite literally, he's going take into winter.
2: Can. There's going to be less and less light.
1: Exactly. Uh, winter is coming. It is. always.
0: But that being said, I don't know if you know this about Obi, although he gets unbelievably depressed in winter,
1: he is inside a lot more. Which means he has more time for Warhammer. Mm. Either that or crying in a corner. Yeah. You can do both. Yeah, but
0: you usually do that while holding your Warhammer.
1: Uh, I can't really see what you're painting when you're crying, so... I usually oh. put them all down again.
0: Yeah, but you, you cuddle it, like give me your love please.
1: <laughs>
2: cuddle your cold Yeah. Your I've seen
0: it on camera, but don't don't even try.
2: Yeah. And I'll just wheel back a second to when you write that journal. Let's say let's say your captain kills a swarm lord or a tyrant, and then you decide to yourself, I'm gonna go out, buy a new captain model, and I'm gonna give him the exact same sword that tyrant had, and I'm gonna put his head underneath my foot and that's where your vision for that kit best came from and you're like okay this old captain he's still a cool painted model i'll put him on display somewhere else but here's this new one that reflects what happened in that game
1: oh.
0: yeah and i mean the other thing is too like you can always do the whole um like and i think i got this idea from mark once again when he was talking about it. if you do that right say you retire a certain model like a captain or whatever You can spray them, paint them like brass, make them look like a weathered brass statue, Uh, and glue them on a plinth that you put on the battlefield. So now you're fighting over, you know, the honoured memory of this captain who's watching over you as you go to the battlefield. That shit is cool as hell. It's irreplaceable.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? It's tight.
0: Yeah. Mm. It is tight. It is very tight. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I... Have you got any questions, Obi? Because I got one ready to roll if you don't. I'm locked and loaded, ready to explode. <laughs> Absolutely. No man, when am I not locked and loaded, right guys? <laughs> that's why I don't wear pants <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> I want you to know. My desk is actually normally on the ground, and I hold it up by other means. <laughs> oh.
1: With your knees. A floating desk. <laughs> <laughs> floating desk. He uses his psychic ability. Single
0: pillar. Yeah, that's right. I'm a psychic now.
1: Um,
0: what I was going to say, is there any kit-rashing things you'd like to do going forward? Like, that you just go, that sounds like a fucking sweet idea. It doesn't have to be Warhammer, it can be Gundam, like, whatever you're planning. Like, if, has anything popped into your minds or you've always thought, gee, that'd be really cool to do?
2: Yeah, and I've just uh, bought a kit to do it with. Oh, do tell. Um, is on his phone, so I can
0: only assume that he's researching what he
2: wants to do. There is an old Forge World kit called the Kitan Demon Engine. I don't think it's available anymore, but it's essentially... Is that the grindy thing? The grindy? The thing. grindy wheel thing? No, no, no. It's the walker version. No. No, it's a... It's a oh. It has the same plastic top, but it's given it two almost knight-like legs, so it's almost like a corn-based um, knight. What I want to do with it is take off its little like a uh, steam engine on its back. And he- do you know? Are you familiar with uh, the Chaos's Hell Drake kit? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, are you talking about the weird dinosaur looking the dinosaur
2: thing? looking pterodactyl? Is that what it is? The big pterodactyl looking scary motherfucker. No, no,
0: no, no. I know the Hell Drake. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the dinosaur looking model?
2: No, it's called the Kai like, Ravager. Kytan Ravager. How the
0: fuck do
2: you spell that? Uh, K-Y-T-E. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See that? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I spelled it Titan-like. Oh, no. Kytan. <laughs> so, see that big corn-looking mother effer, right? I'm going to oh, get right. the heldrake. I'm going to not build it with its head yeah. or its talons. I'm going to use its wings and boy to make almost like a power pack and make it like a wing jet pack for it.
0: Bro, that is just a big-ass Dreadnought knight.
2: Yeah, it's a... Make, it's this That's thing cool is, as fuck. Well, it's got a big chain axe, got a big Gatling gun fist like Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. And, yeah. That's lit, dude. And the, the Helldreck wings are pretty big, so it's going to give it, like, a... It's going to have, like, fanned-out wings to make it look like it can fly, but it'll actually... The the lore for it is it's going to be a jetpack for it, that a knight can jetpack jump around the battlefield. I know Obi's going to love that one. Oh.
1: That's insane. Yeah, that sounds pretty that good. That sounds like the coolest
0: yeah. shit ever, dude.
2: Yeah. And, uh,
0: I like those... Uh, what were those Walker ones called back in the day? The fucking big spider-looking cubs. That. What is that?
2: Uh, Defiler. Brass Scorpion
1: What
0: Defiler! Oh, okay. What happened to those? Um, I'm
2: not sure. I see them around every now and then, but it's quite an old kid, I believe. I'm not sure if that's in production anymore. It
0: is, man. When I first got into Warhammer... That was the scariest shit. Yeah. Like, you, my bro was always like, I'm going to get a Defiler, you're going to die. I'm like, please, no, he's a spider, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> so don't was, kill me with the chaotic crab. So yeah, you know? for
2: me, it was big death crab. My first running with the Defiler was playing yeah. uh, Dawn of War, War, the Warhammer game. And I remember playing yeah. Dawn of yep. War, and I was like, this is the coolest thi-. I was like, I can't remember how I was young. I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever been made. A big death crab with death claws and death guns. This is the best thing ever. It
0: always reminds... Do you remember that
2: uh, old Will Smith movie, Wild Wild West? No.
0: It always know. reminds me <laughs> of the walker out of that. It, I, if you know, you know. But it always reminded me of, like, a death metal version of that, and I love that. Yeah.
2: It's amazing.
0: But, um, I can't wait to see you do that, to be honest, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see you do that.
2: Yeah. It's a basically an um, unholy jetpack night.
0: Yeah, fuck it. What's scary than you guys
2: one that's you guys.
1: That's, that's true. Uh, that's true. One that I'm excited to start working on is the dreadlock knight that I made. part um, <laughs> Your Predator Knight? Yeah, my Predator Knight. I I've like it's built together but I just have to start painting it. So it's kinda it's Did the, you give it did you give him wrist blades? No, I didn't give him any special weapons or anything. Yeah. But you know, I think the dre- the, the whole dreadlocks and giving him, like the long tusks and everything kind of kind of yeah. made it all good. Are the then there is one wire like pro- cables. No, they're green stuff uh, things. So they're yeah. just green stuff. because uh, I have this uh, tentacle roller. And oh, yeah. I just made all different kind of tentacles and and wires and whatever. So the- and he only he only ever uses that for say
0: for work content. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: Now that so one if you had kit- to say that
2: now I don't believe it. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> There's also one kit that I'm sort of working on every now and then here in you know. In between things, when I have the time or the willpower, and that's that's going to be a, a present for Mister Blake. So, uh, oh, when... I'm excited. Do I think I know what yeah. this is?
0: I know there's dinosaurs involved, but Obi hasn't spoiled
1: the surprise yet. He has spoken mm, yeah. to
2: me about it. I think, and I approved of it, and I was very impressed with his
1: idea. Yeah, it's just finalizing the 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 things now. So. Making it all. Are you painting
0: fit- it for me or just modeling it?
1: Both. Excellent. Yes.
0: Excellent. If it's a space marine, are you copying my space my, uh, my paint Too scheme? Much information yes, everywhere. but
1: I'll I'll give it I'll give it my own twist to it. You know, the same. Cool. Cool. The same way as I like painted the, uh, like Fafnir ran for for Drunken.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Still fits that. No, that's cool. Mm, it's a few, I few, dig that there be a few Obi originals out in the world
0: yeah yeah there's gonna be a few there's gonna be a few I'm actually thinking about uh not doing it just yet but I got that uh that fucking cool that words and stuff uh the Grey Knights a Grey Knight model that I found that I didn't know what it was oh uh, yeah I think I'm gonna paint that up and use that as a competition prize at some point
2: yeah a Grand so, Master Baldus. That'd be
0: pretty cool that's it, thank you. Thank you for knowing great arts, because I fucking don't. <laughs> but he's a cool-looking mobile. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, you got anything else, Obi? Or shall I go? Uh, I've got the Leviathan Terminators left to do, and I, I'm, I'm still, like, debating if I'm going to make the melee Terminators, or if I'm just going to swap out the shoulders and call it a day. So... I haven't decided yet.
3: Yeah, you you
0: should uh go all out on posing them, like make them very like hero rocks and things like that. I think for cut, these cut five, the knees, add the wire. I think you know?
1: for these five, first one it's fine, but if there's going to be like a multi pose kit coming out, I'm probably mm. gonna buy like two of them.
2: Which hits another, no, which uh, comes to another point of kit bashing is for a kit like the Leviathan one. Kit bashing is much more difficult because it's monopose, and they're meant to, yeah, they're built yeah, to fit yeah. together a certain way. So unless you're yeah, yeah, very yeah. experienced or very willing to put in the work, it can get very difficult. Whereas when a kit comes yeah. out standalone, yeah. they tend to be more modular and have different pieces you can put together, and they tend to be more mm-hmm. kit bash friendly. Yeah. So it all depends that's, on how that's much you I mean. like, Back plane. in
0: the day Back in the day when I um uh, when I was doing like space marines, you know, you had legs, torso, arm, arm, head, backpack, right? Like mm. that's how you do it. And uh you know, it was really easy cuz you could have one guy holding his bolter out like this, like up in the air, and the, you know, pointing off in the direction. Mm. Yeah. And you could have another guy that's like, you know, got his bolter slung down and he's, like, on his, you know, on his radar thing or holding a hand grenade. Or like, you can make really funny stuff. You make people that don't have a bolter in either hand. They're just holding two hand grenades. Like, <laughs> yeah, You yeah. know? Like, whatever you want to do is really easy. But uh, the newer kits, like, I just find that you don't have that. Yeah, they're more yeah. dynamic, Which, but
2: they're not very flexible.
1: No. They look better mm.
0: if you have one of them. Yeah. But once you start getting two kits and they look... Yeah, the same was Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's so, been the issue with with these Leviathan models, adding the Blood Angel iconography and the Blood Angels uh shoulder pads. You have to do a lot of snipping and fitting to make it right. Because uh, I believe oh, really? the advanced yeah, yeah. marines, those ones to get yeah. their shoulder up some of them have a two part
2: shoulder pad join.
1: Yeah. So oh. you have to
2: really be careful with your cut to make sure it fits. So there's lots yeah. of like That's small, fast. minute work involved to make sure that you don't overcut. Yeah. Whereas with the standard either... kit, the shoulders come separate, so you could just not put the shoulder on, and yeah. kit bash is easy.
1: Yeah, the, there's even some arms where you have basically the the up to the the elbow in the shoulder pad, and then you glue on the last bit. And like you know,
0: oh, I don't like that. That's
1: mm. that's atrocious. Trying to save that, or like there is one where the sh- where his gun is on a strap over his his shoulder. So just exactly the one that you have to cut means that you have to save those pieces that look like the leather strap. So you have to carefully cut around and scrape, yeah. and that was. Well, you have
0: to make another one out of green stuff, which is more time something. Exactly.
1: So, so very careful cutting is kind of the key to this, and th- this is kind of what I kind of w- wanted to bring to this episode is, is if you have two pieces that you want to merge together, like you're going to have to cut a little bit more of the piece, than finalize the final bit and do the fitting make sure that they're all right there and then yeah then finally after dry fitting like five or six times and you know now i can glue it together then only then you can glue it there's a lot of micro adjustments yeah like
0: one thing i can really recommend i guess we'll go on to this next but uh yeah, is making sure your tools are in order so we'll go through those on the next question not uh, I guess at the moment though, I'm gonna, uh, The things I'm looking forward to keep bashing are uh, my swords onto my guys. I'm really looking forward to Obi sending me a bunch of uh, scaly upgrade bits for my Marines to make a more Jurassic Park like. And I also have a uh, like an imprint thing for green stuff to make scaled tabards and stuff like that. Mm. And I love that shit. So I'm really looking forward to learning how to use green stuff a lot better and utilizing that models and adding some resin pieces. And eventually when I've knocked out my fucking backlog a bit, we're gonna be going on to Tao.
1: Yeah.
0: It might be in three years, I don't know, but I'm gonna be going on to Tao. And my idea is I'm gonna be doing Vaporwave Samurai Tao. Hell yeah. So they're gonna have they're gonna have banners hanging off their back, like Yoshimitsu style. Not all of them but some of them, you know, like the ninety degree banners. Yeah. And they're gonna have katanas blazing everywhere they're gonna be fucking wild and i want them to be obnoxious so i imagine there'll be quite a lot of kit bashing by then i'm not gonna do that till i own a resin printer though
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, highly recommend if you do if you're too cheap to go and buy it buy the pieces you need just print them It's
0: well it's more so like just doing the swords right like printing off a katana yeah Okay, or like, like the same. I could just print hundred katana's off and be done oh. with it. Yeah, exactly. If you have the money to drop in the printer, so.
2: these bits become more accessible to you, and you can get to the projects you yeah. want easier, without having to out. Yeah. If you don't have a printer, you either have to have the bits already, or you have to outsource them from people who do have a printer.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I'm seriously considering at some point, probably next year, getting the alego Mars, not the little one, the next size up. Yeah. So you know how there's the little Elegoo Mars with, like, the curved front? The other one. So not the big guy that you have, but the other one. Because I think that's going to be big enough for me. Then I can make anime statues and uh, bits for Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to be able to print my own, like, Naruto and Dragon Ball Z statues and shit yeah. for fun. Because you, know you know that painting style I sent you? That Vegeta? That really, uh, cell-shaded mm. thing? Yeah. yeah. I want to practice that and get very good at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So. Yeah. Now. With that done and dusted, now and I've answered the question. We will get back to what we we're talking about. Tools, yeah. You know, and the process of doing it because it's all well and good to go. I want here to here. How do I make them together? You know, it's not just glue it on. Well, sometimes it is, but it's not always that easy. As experienced kit bashes, what do you guys recommend? You know, what tools do you say essential? What should you get to help your process? Uh, what glues would you use? Let us have it.
2: I've got a very sharp uh, and sturdy fingernails, okay. so I do all my cutting with those.
0: <laughs> ah, good, good, good. Obviously. Uh, okay, what
2: about you, Obi? No, Lee. Lee. Basic tools that you're going to have um, for kit bashing depends on what you're kit bashing. Um, you want to have whatever agent used to bond them together. So for plastics, you can use plastic glue but if it's for resin or other materials you're, you might be more suited for using super glue um yeah. as for cutting bits uh if it's made of metal you might have a bit of difficulty but you can shape pewter or white metal matches. you can shave them off with some careful practice using a uh exacto blade or a hobby knife but it would be very difficult and you have to be very yeah. careful because it's very easy to cut yourself on those so I don't recommend trying to use metal miniatures to kit bash, But if it's resin or plastic, you can use a hobby knife to just slice off bits as you need them. Um, and I also, depending on the job and how big it is, sometimes I'll use a rotary tool for making big cuts um, to cut through large mm. sections. Um, and I also use a pin vise to create holes to poke wires through so that I can anchor pieces together that don't normally fit together. So for resin, uh, for, for resin, I use pin vice a lot to like, I, I'll snip apart a small, you get small, thin metal wire and you use that, in the pin vise to drill hole into both sides of the kit, of the parts you're using. And then you insert that and super glue the wire in while super gluing the, met, the resin to whatever other object to really strengthen the bond. And sometimes I'll do it for plastic if yep. the connection's very thin. So yeah. And then again, sometimes you don't need that much tool because let's say for a space marine or a, yeah, space marine or other similar kits, sometimes a bit you want to kit bash, um, will just slip on effortlessly. And all you need is your hobby cutters, your knife to just shave off some excess and then just slap the glue together. Some of them are going to be a lot more difficult like OBC, so you have to dry fit it six or seven times. And that's when you need to maybe use some more advanced tools like your pin vise to drill a hole into it, to hold it together. And um, sometimes I have a hobby saw as well. That'll be used to cut through bits that are quite large and chunky, but that's when you're trying to only isolate one bit. That's part of a greater part. So some mm-hmm. kits will have like a torso that has the arms that already come on the torso. Say so you want to cut that arm off and it's quite thick. You, your hobby knife might not cut that or it'll take a long time. it be very difficult use a hobby saw to cut it off and then you'll use your other tools to clean it up. And uh, once you make that cut, it's always good to have a bit of sandpaper to smooth down your connections or smooth down any rough edges that you leave by using a less precise tool. I'm sorry, I've just been watching Obi tickle his face for the last
0: fifteen minutes with a fucking like makeup brush and he just got some of it in his mouth yeah. or something <laughs> and had like a media freak out of camera. Yeah, I'm trying to I explain this and watch
2: this I'm trying to explain this and keep my composure well, while he's snorting paint bristles. Just- <laughs> Do you see why it always
0: end up in stitches man
2: The dude just ends up doing the weirdest shit on camera know, yeah, and, Cause he forgets we're watching yeah, And he's oh. like he's looking at the camera But then he slowly pans around And like forgets that anything's happening And fiddles with something And then like yeah. he goes to some hole in his body
3: <laughs> Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. It just happens Orifices were stuff yeah. now, it, That's all great advice League honestly Do
1: you have anything you want to add to that O? Yeah Uh for example, material like uh, the rods that you're talking about, I use paper clips. However, mm. don't cut them with your plastic snippers because they mm. will break. Don't do that. Uh, I use
2: wire clippers for those.
1: Exactly. Wire right. clippers.
2: Right tool for the right job. It's going to be dumb.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, and uh, one other
2: small thing I'll touch on, actually, for um, tools is uh, green stuff or milliput. It's not... Oh. See, Oberloin's rubbing his nipple now. I can see how you get so distracted. That thing is raising <laughs> through the shirt like a teepee. Damn. Sorry. Yeah,
0: His, his Gojira shirt's yeah. been cut to ribbons. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I mean, sorry we're going to touch on some
1: small things here, so I guess you want to touch my nipples. Oh, I'm Not small anymore, Gojira.
0: More like... More like Gornjira.
2: <laughs> um, sorry. Green stuff and Milliput. Um, while not technically kit bashing you often can use them to smooth out um, imperfections left by the kit bash or to fill in gaps that are naturally left there to um, sometimes your bits won't fit perfectly together and sometimes you use green stuff to fill out those gaps or milliput to fill out the gaps but then on top of that that's just filling gaps but then additionally it's not kit bashing but then milliput and uh, green stuff can be used to sculpt extra detail on um, to match vision as well so it's not technically get bashing, but they kind of go hand in hand together.
1: Yeah. But yeah.
0: as I just said at the start of the episode, we were also covering conversions. Yes. Yeah. Now, use a that. crucial tool for conversions, so you are still on point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Obi, go. What you got? Uh, I think what you kind of want to make sure is that if you're cutting things, make sure to use fresh blades. Uh, they're very sharp, but yeah. they go dull very fast, like I think I, if, like, for the ones that I'm doing now, I think I'm going through a blade a, a for five guys or something ish. Because they, they, and Obi's blocked. really
0: used to going through five guys. Oh. <laughs> um, Different kind
1: and of then, then I would also say single bladed nippers because they'll, they'll cut true pieces better than than the double bladed uh, nippers I
0: still want to buy god hands Yeah, I just want to do it buy but the one from redgrass
1: games they're really good uh, Are they good yeah, yeah, yeah I'm using those Okay uh, they're um, a little bit cheaper, just quickly
0: though, so. Just quickly to add to what Obi said about the hobby knives there's no reason to be a cheap fucker because if you go on eBay especially for Australian for $11.21 with free postage you can buy 100 replacement blades for a hobby knife Mm. now those aren't samurai sword grade fucking steel but they're gonna blunt just as quick as an expensive one and you get a 100 of them for 11 dollars so you know like 10 cents a blade perfect I bought some of those probably 5 years ago and I'm still using them Mm. yeah they arrive in little capsules that are oiled, and I just grab one out when I need it. Never have a dull hobby knife, which is why I don't cut myself yeah, very often. Yeah,
2: it's for safety reasons as well. You'll get a better cut. It is, on dude. Your miniature, it is, and if you have a dull blade, you'll try and jimmy and force it one day, and then it's going to go straight through whatever body parts in the path of that. It might yeah, be a dull, yeah. blade, and the other thing is not too like too dull to cut through your thumb.
0: When I do sting myself with a hobby blade, I at least like to know it's fairly new and not rusty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You know, like, if it's not rusty, we're in the clear for tetanus.
3: Oh yeah. Let's go!
1: <laughs> yeah. I just cut myself yesterday <laughs> with a new blade. I put on a new blade and it started scraping and... Oh, well, well, that was really sharp.
2: Another reason to regularly uh, replace them, because you, you need to be used to that kind of cutting power. Otherwise, if you put a new blade on after an old one, you won't be used to how quick that's going to go through.
1: Yep. Like, buzz, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was really just testing the blade, you know? I was like, oh, well, that really went through fast. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, a few other things that I wanted to add in. Um,
0: get, Definitely get yourself a rotary tool. Because, especially if you're doing conversions and, like, work that isn't just Warhammer. So, bigger stuff. If you have a Gundam and you want to do weathering on it. You can literally take that rotary tool with the engraving bit and, like, dig it into bits and gouge it out to make it look like bullet holes and scrape marks and things like that. Really useful. Um, And there's also polishing wheels. There's cutting wheels. You can do anything with it, man, which is real cool. The other one that hasn't been mentioned yet, and I'm surprised, is sanding sticks. Yeah. Right? Now, if you have a 3D printer you can actually 3D print yourself the sticks, right? They're really cool. And they're just like these little bits that have little screws on the back of them. And you just put sandpaper on them. Now, like, it doesn't sound like much, but if you're trying to smooth the inside of a shoulder, shoulder pad, instead of, like, trying to gouge it with your knife, you can literally get a sanding stick and sand that shit smooth. And your glue bonds will thank you as well because rough surfaces glue much better than smooth. So that is amazing, and the other one that I've said before on the show: guitar strings, man. If you're a guitarist as well as a as a um, you know, a model maker, save an E string here and there. Like you know, if you're a six string player, save your your thick E string, your low string, because if you just wrap that bad boy up and keep in the clip lock bag somewhere, that is all the pins you need ever, and it's flexible. Mm. Right, so like, uh, I've got a few models that are like literally on their tippy toes off bits of rock, like jumping off. That's not an easy thing to do. But I've kept the cork and all that pinned with literally, I, because I, it's uh, quite bendy, I managed to do like a curve in the pin, which I glued to the base and then I loaded my cork on top of it in layers and then drilled a hole in the Marine's foot with a pin vise and glued it all together. Like, that's all you got to do. And, you know, if you're trying to make an arm joint that bends and you can't get that shit going, you can literally make the the shape of it with the guitar string if you need to. It will bend at that angle. And then you can lock it in place with glue and with green stuff. Like, it's brilliant. Mm. So it does not hurt to have a guitar string on hand. Paperclips are also brilliant. You know, like, whatever you use, there's they've all got their merits. But... Yep. If you're already replacing your strings in your guitar, it's free. Right? Like, you've already done it. So, just don't throw it out and make do with it. Yep.
2: Purpose of those is if you're ever worried yeah. about the the strength of a join, slap a string in there or a paper clip and that'll keep it
0: right yeah. in place. Mm.
2: Yep.
0: Mm. Whatever you need, man. It's not a hard thing to do. And the other thing is, too, if you... um The sanding things are brilliant if you're doing Gundams because you can put whatever uh grit sandpaper you want on there, which means you can... You can sand stuff flat, which is very valuable. Having a small thing that you can get in the crevices but still sand true is very good because oftentimes if you're trying to do, like, detail work, what will happen is you'll round that detail off with the sandpaper on your finger because your finger is round. So you'll round that surface off. Whereas if you've got sandpaper on a flat surface <clears throat> and you can marry that up, you'll keep your lines true if they're 90 degrees and stuff like that, which is good. Hell yeah. Love it. So yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Whoa,
1: fuck! Obi, you got nothing else, man, besides dying from sneezing. uh, Okay. Alright. I'm good. Uh, No, I don't think there is much else, really. Uh, If you're an electrician, Uh, copper wire. Mm -hmm. Mm Mhm. Good advice. That's true. That's true.
2: Um.
0: Oh, oh, a really good one that we haven't mentioned is a soldering iron. A cheap soldering iron, especially for 3D prints, is a handy tool because uh, if you're using PLA, you can actually melt stuff back into shape with it. Like, i found that I don't have to fill my things up, uh, fill my lines up in the hard-to-reach spots as much if I melt them flat with a soldering iron and then go. But also, if you're trying to get rid of a bit, a thing, like you're trying to really get rid of stuff, you can melt stuff out as well. Be careful... But you can do that, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's always, there's many ways to skin a cat, as one would say. No way to skin a cat, just go to the supermarket and buy some food, but whatever. That's economy, I guess.
2: Um, And if you are using sculpting uh, material like green stuff or milliput, um, buy yourself some silicone tipped, like uh, pens or tools. And then if you no, want Vaseline, to bust, mm-hmm. yeah, Vaseline definitely get, that's, uh makes it very pliable without sticking to all your tools as well. And if you want, you can buy some um, metal tipped tools for sculpting um, just to create shapes and different textures. So important with uh, that is getting things that can make different textures with your green stuff as well, because that can really speed up the process of sculpting if you're going to go down that route as well. Um, I think those are all the tools I basically use. I don't use anything else beyond that.
0: Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, I think that's that. Pretty much covers uh, kit bashing pretty fucking thoroughly. We've been at it for a while. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add to it before we uh move on to something else? Um, if
2: you're gonna start kit bashing, or and you are scared of it, um, cut your teeth on modular kits that. Look like they could be, you could, you could easily put them together and it wouldn't be much of a challenge. Like, for example, the old Space Marine kits um, they have an arm, they, ha- they have the arm, the torso, and the legs are all separate from each other. So, you could grab an arm or a torso or a head from any other different kit and you could just glue that on without much work. You might be, to, you might have to like do a little bit of work of cutting, but it's not much and will give you a feel of like what you kind of need to do with that so get kits that are highly modular that have bits that are separated from the rest then if then move on to those more complicated monopose kits when you feel more comfortable knowing how models fit together how joins work and you get a feel of how plastic cuts in your hand you figure out your technique of how to cut plastic away when you're actually joining them to pieces that they weren't meant to join to so start with the modular kits and then move your way up to ones that require look like they require more work
0: Outside of tabletop gaming, if you're in it for the gunplay game, don't start with an expensive master grade or perfect grade kit for that. Fuck around on some high grades and some real grades. All right, guys, we don't need to be wasting nice master grade kits, turning yeah. them into abominations where you don't know what you're yeah. doing. Go cheap. I encourage creativity, but just just spend thirty bucks instead of eighty. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's no harm. If you in. have
2: a grand vision for and, a big uh, kit bash, um, for a really expensive kit. Uh, and you have no experience, learn first. Yeah. Start with smaller ones. Buy some cheap eBay rescues for whatever. Like, Just buy some cheap things from eBay, or go in the marketplace, find some cheap things that haven't been assembled yet, and then fiddle around with those to get a feel of what it's like to bash with the material you're using.
0: Yeah, I actually... um, I bought, oh, ages ago now, they're still in the garage, but I bought, I think it was like 30 or 40 firstborn marines off a guy off marketplace on their sprues still just for bits and basic material to be honest I didn't pay much for them um like 20 or 30 bucks or something and I just went and picked them up and they're still in there and not only that when I want to try new paint schemes I got models there it's not the same as an intercessor but you know if it looks good on the firstborn it'll look real good on the primary. yes
2: so that's another point kits are a great 100%. way to explore new techniques 100%
0: 100% you know and uh the other thing is too if you're having trouble visualizing what you want to do sometimes just type it into google
3: mm.
0: like sometimes people have done something similar and you can go okay i want to do something similar but put my own spin on it right like if you go how will i even make that thing go to there someone's probably done something similar if not exactly it mm-hmm. you know look at that you there know? is 100% a Reddit anyway.
2: page or a Facebook page that is plus with all different kinds of batches for any kind of uh, model range.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Hell, they, yeah. they like, even have them for model yeah. trains. So it's out there. Yeah,
0: Exactly. Like, I want to do Space Marines on dinosaurs. And, like, as stupid as that sounds, that's legit a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people have even modified um, T-Rexes to have, like, mechanical legs that put Scatari ranges on them. Yeah, like they look real cool yeah. and like just looking at that gives you the idea the spark of like okay that's how I might execute yeah. my own thing but different and if
2: someone hasn't done the exact yeah. vision you have someone's done something similar and you can take the techniques they've used just go shoot off a message ask them how they that's did right. it or they might even have a guard on how they did it a great place that I go to exactly. for inspiration on technique is a YouTube channel called Pete the Wargamer I watch all mm. of his stuff and uh, he's got great techniques and I carry those with me and they aren't, his ideas aren't the ones I use, but the techniques he applies and his uh, logic on how he does things, I take those to inform how I bash my own things.
0: There, there you go, Pete, the Wargamer. We shouted you out, All right?
2: <laughs> Hook us up. Jump on the show. Come talk to us. Please. <laughs> just come talk to me one-on-one. I would love Please. to just, you know, pick your brain. No.
0: Okay, Come can't, can't, can't hang out on the show. We'd love yep. to have you. As long as you're okay with the word cunt. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I kind of
1: add. Uh, don't be afraid to th- to do things with unique models as well. Like oh, yeah. I have a bunch of these uh, commemorative models that they brought up and I've I've have I have ideas with them. One of them is the buyer's Revenge, for example. I want to make him into a mm-hmm. Blood Angel version instead of a Black Templar. So, you know what's funny. I'm going to be doing
0: exactly the same thing, yeah. Because I have Bayard's revenge as well, but he's going to be one of my uh, Jurassic Park Marines. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so all his cool cape, all that—it's all going to be scaling you'll, shit. You'll Just never guess
2: what model I, think, I
1: have. Bayard's revenge.
2: Bayard's <laughs> revenge. Yep, and I'm a Black Templar player, so he has not been changed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yeah,
0: the vanilla lad we know you That's are. <laughs> the
2: one thing I didn't.
0: There's think, also. That,
1: there's also Sergeant Castus, I don't know if you remember that one, it's one of the first ones. It's basically like a sergeant with, uh, just a regular intercessor sergeant, with dead necrons crawling around him. I remember so instead one. of putting him oh, on yeah. that base, I, I got the limited edition uh, necron lord. So I'll put that guy on that base instead, and then have him summoning up the, skelet- like the necrons again, so... Ooh, that's
0: yeah. cool. So, I've got that... I've got that limited edition... Is it a Lieutenant League? Hey. The one that we're looking at that's worth quite a bit online? It's worth like uh, $150 Cal or something office, now. Yeah. You're the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, I got him. I'm gonna dinosaur the fuck out of him. Yep. It's gonna be cool as fuck.
2: And that's... You know, and... That's what kit bashing does. You make it that's yours. That's what the hobby is, man. You make it yours. Yeah.
0: And... The thing is, too... And this is applicable to all fucking hobbies... There's nothing to it but to do it, man. Until you break through that fear of making a mistake, you're not going to really enjoy your hobby. Once that's gone, you don't care anymore. Like, uh, I remember our dear pal, Drunken. He was playing around with his Lionel Johnson model, and he made a goof, right? He fucked up. He melted some detail off it or something. He melted the shoulder. And it was a big thing for him. Yeah, he got real worried. And, like, understandable he put a lot of money into that. But I'm like, dude... Calm down. We live in 2023. We can get you another shoulder pad. Like, if we have to print you one, if we have to buy one off eBay, like, we can get you one. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. So, like, if you ask me, the risk versus the reward of actually making a model in an army truly yours, it's much greater towards the reward side. You might fuck a model up here and there. So what? Just go buy another one. Like, if you're so and I'm not trying to be horrible or anything like that, but, like, if you're so hard on money, you shouldn't be buying money models anyway, right? You should be, like, sorting out your money.
2: And getting your money sorted out. if
0: you've got enough money to buy models... Yeah, exactly, but... It, yeah, but if you've got enough money to be buying models and keep bashing in the first place, then you've got enough money to go buy another one in a month when you've replenished your hobby fund. I'm not saying to be irresponsible, but, like, you're gonna fuck shit up. You're gonna always make mistakes. You know, like, fuck, my entire first army or two that I painted had gone to the dust because, like, they were old and they were trash and it's still money that I spent. You know, it's just, it, it happens. But you have to do these things to grow as a hobbyist. You know? So you just gotta uh harden the fuck up, I guess, and go for it.
2: Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, exactly. You'll screw you a couple I mean? models yeah. out now and then, but it's worth it for the results you get in the long run.
0: And it's just a satisfaction, man. Like, there's nothing nicer than when you go to a, a game or you're talking to somebody who has beautifully painted models and they see something that you've done. Even if your models aren't as well painted, they go, Bro, how did you do that? That's really cool. And it's such a nice feeling because it's not like a a brag thing. It's just you feel accomplished and recognised in your hobby. And that's really nice. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so you got nothing else? No, that's
1: basically it. Uh, I think
0: That's basically it. All right. Well Yeah. Do we have any roast for the podcast? Hold up, I haven't checked. Roast for the podcast. We'll work on that. Oh, 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 roast for the podcast. What are we roasting? Oh Norcry put some stuff up.
2: Norcree. Alright,
0: cool. We will we'll will, we will do that. So Norcree has put up some stuff to roast. I don't know what models they are.
2: Uh Euclidean um, Star Striders.
0: They are Euclidean and Star Riders and Norkri. I don't understand with you, bro. Some of your models are fucking fire. And then you got these guys.
2: Just a contrast mess.
0: What the f- It is a contrast mess. They're not badly painted. But, number one, please buy a vise and sort out your fucking guns. Because, holy shit.
2: It's really your barrels, bro.
0: And number two... They're greens and they're yellow. They look like rogue from the nineteen nineties fucking X-Men series. Nice. Like that just a bright green, (laughs) bright yellow, like comic book colours. What is going on, man? Your bases are cool. I love the bases. But like Jesus, man, it's 40k. Take it down a tone. Or at least make it all bombastic. The problem is you got like dark and gritty with your guns and this and that, and then you got like a bright fucking orange leather thing. And come, Like, put a wash on that thing, man.
2: Yeah, bro. And hit your, all the straps you got on these guys, it's just a base coat. It's not even a wash. There's no highlight. It's just know, a base coat.
0: Yeah, man.
2: Come on, bro. You're better than I'm, that.
0: I'm not, I'm not dunking on you because they're badly painted. I'm dunking on you because I know you can do much better. Much better.
1: I will say, Credit I like that shoe, green, though. though. That's a really nice green. I like the green, nice. it's
0: just too uh it's too bing, like it's a contrast mess, like like uh League said. Yeah, you know, the green is a nice green. But the skin looks like it's base coated. The yellow looks like it's base coated. Like where's the depth, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because he's I, put I think depth legit, on some things but not t- others.
0: I think legit if he took those models and dunked them completely in null oil. Shook them off I think that would look infinitely better Just
2: buy a pot of army Because it would just uh, Dull Army paint a quick shade There you go
0: It would dull it all down A little man mm-hmm. Honestly We have a um, couple Of more yeah. of
1: uh, To To roast them Just no Chris
0: Credit where credit's due though Before we move on It doesn't look like He rolled these ones In a sand pit So I'm no. very happy for that no. Good work Norpreis. They're
2: completed models And he's painted Within the lines And he's done good work with that Not many people can do yeah. that So yeah
0: No no he has done good, but he put him in the rush channel, so he had to cop yep. it. Alright. Who else have
1: we got here? Uh, is it Slappy up next? Uh, Slappy, yeah. Considering he's only been painting for three months, that is solid Ooh. work, to be honest. That's nice work. I'd just say had a I, I mold line. So. I, I'd say just a mold line and maybe thin down the paints a tad bit more, other than that. That's really good. I think
0: that, considering I know what Slappy's Hobby Space is like too, which is pretty uh, restrictive in terms of room, I think he's done very well. What I think he needs to work on though, is that looks like an unbelievably clean base coat. Right? Very flat. But like, base, shade, highlight when you're new. Mm Mm-hmm stick to that and it'll look amazing it does look good but it looks like there's still more to go yeah
2: although your beard on your guy looks great I have to yeah. commend you the on face that face and the beard the separation yeah. of the lines it's ooh yeah. it's crisp
0: yeah you did pretty good did pretty good
2: let Just put a bit more um, depth on it'll- that and look tight
0: yeah, exactly. He looks like he's kicked a bit of poo with his foot there, but we'll forget yeah, that, because it might be Space feet really hard. But for your Space, <laughs> wolves, yeah. for your space <laughs>
2: wolves, you don't want to look like they just came off the factory line.
0: <laughs> you don't want to look like they just stepped in dog shit either. Um, I mean, Space know, wolf,
1: Wolves. Wolf. Wolf shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wolf I get it. When I get it. it. It's fine. I got it. Is do any What you're looking at? Ah yeah. uh, delish dish This oh, motherfucker
2: Why would you put that? this In the roast channel I can't roast This is better than Anything I have done Or ever now, will do
0: I, I'm gonna roast okay. the cunt Leave some green paint For the rest of us bro <laughs> Or <laughs> rust paint <laughs> What What even What even are these What chapter are they I don't know. Iron, iron Warriors Are they Are they those guys That I forget exist No those are, iron no,
1: just... those are the Iron Hands Iron Hands Yeah oh, I even forgot their name. Same 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 same. Yeah, but...
0: <laughs> Look, they're brilliantly painted, and I think you know that. Yeah. Um I don't know. Go outside sometimes maybe? Uh, <laughs> also, I
2: do love that he's painted up the their special unit. I think it's called the iron the, the Domatar with the shield and the big hammer. That, that's a rare unit to come across and I love yeah. seeing that painted. Your hazard lines, man. Damn it. Damn it all the heck. He's so
0: so good. No, you know what? I'm gonna i roast you right now. Congratulations! You made me want to quit Warhammer. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know what to say, man. Like his stuff is sublime. Yeah, he, what do you say? Congratulations! Renowned, he's done great. It's, it, there's nothing Congra- to say about you- this. This is just glorious stuff. Yeah, like what do you want me
0: congratulations. Yeah. Go outside, clap, please. Clap, clap, clap. Your
1: vitamin you D, D levels. Are are you
2: Warhammer. Clap clap. You've won, Nightingale. <laughs> Congratulations! You are the Warhammer. You, real... <laughs> you, you, exactly. you have the crown of a hobby table. Are you happy?
0: <laughs> you really are the Warhammer forty thousand. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd say slightly a uh... little bit more contrast on on, but it's it's the color scheme, I guess. But yeah, it, I, I'd like a little. You bit know more what? Contrast I'm gonna say on, it. On the... These are the
0: some of the best painted minis we have, but I still fucking hate the color scheme. I'm saying it. Yeah.
2: However, on the other end, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, this yeah. thing is dark. Gray is, gray they
1: look great. They're great.
2: This is peak Grimdark to me. He's done. Peak.
0: He's grimdark. done great. But imagine if they were actually a good chapter.
2: I right. the, the chapter that you might are, actually. The iron Warriors are pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
0: Eh. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> nah, good work, dude. Thanks for uh, writing in, brother. We appreciate Anyone it.
2: Anyone else? Or is that the last one?
0: On to the fuel for our fire, Mr. Bixar. All
2: well, these are all shit, yeah. aren't they?
0: No, okay. <laughs> no. Credit where credit's due. These are actually sick as fuck models. Yeah. I just wish that Bixar would continue to choose cool models like this. Like... These are sick as fuck, and I would love to see him paint them with his current skills. They're obviously minotaurs, I believe. Yeah, okay, they're minotaurs, is that they're
2: yeah. They're very Greek. Yeah,
0: they're obviously minotaurs. They look sick as fuck. I love the helmet choices and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that you were pretty new at painting, bro. Like, the gold looks a nice shade, but then it's just like, where are the highlights? Where, where are the lowlights? Where is any of that? The red looks like it's a base coat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Apart from the helmet and the weapons that are custom, there's not a ton of visual interest going on.
1: Yeah.
0: No. But that that does look yeah. cool. I would love to see into do a full army of these, but actually really take the time to yeah. paint them if well. If I saw a full
2: army of these, I think um, these are really cool. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. I think what, exactly. what, I what these if... models are missing is some colour separation. Yeah. Like... Some blacks yeah. for the, yeah. the undersuit, uh, yeah. yep. maybe do the, yeah. well, like, a slight shade lighter.
0: Uh, and even just bumping up the contrast on the reds, like, if he had it going, you know, a very dark receded red towards the low points, and then, like, in the higher points going up to a slightly brighter red, mm. but still the main hue being that mid-red that he likes there, yeah. I think that would look much, much, much better. Yeah. You know,
1: basing. Um, and I don't I know. I like basing though. Ex- Basing's good. So the base is good. Paint, Paint your rims, your rims black. Bro. Yeah. Paint your rims. Get a rim job. Everyone likes a good rim
0: job, all right, bexter yeah. <laughs> Do we just make the same job <laughs> joke? <or> <laughs> <you>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now the other thing is too, I don't know if he's the best or the worst eye painter I've ever seen, because those eyes are so bright blue that it looks like it's reflecting off the helmets. I don't know if he's done that on purpose or he's just like couldn't paint the eyes properly. I don't know what I'd it is. Either way, take the
2: accuracy pick. on these techniques applied to the rest of the model.
0: Exactly. Either way, I like it better than your mustard chested uh, demon lord. Right? So good work. <laughs> 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 not a soccer jersey so we're very proud of you Bixie. good work
1: yeah Yeah. am <laughs> fan of those
2: would just love to see the i fucking effort.
0: not I like the mm. models I'm not a fan of the soccer jerseys the models are cool I would love to have a crack of paint something like that mm. myself I think I want to do a kill team here and there guys yeah because I want to make new models that are different yeah but I don't want to start a whole army so I think I might do like an orc kill team or something like that yeah. soon because mm-hmm. oh. I really feel like playing orcs that's yeah, a, that's what I want to you know, do with
2: Sons of Horus, really. You reminded me of the project that I really am into. It's uh, <laughs> using six assault intercessor bodies for their dynamic poses, but I've cobbled together eight bits to represent all the different um, Imperial Fist successes to make a Last Wall uh, intercessor kill team. And if you're not familiar with the Last Wall, that's cool. It's, uh, the protocol that all Imperial Fist successor chapters have should, I think, I believe if Terra is in danger or attacked, they all conglomerate into, under the command of the Imperial Fists, I believe, and they all, like, rejo- reunite as a legion. Yeah. So this... Kill- That's cool. I would actually... Lo- Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah. That's cool. No, I was gonna say, I'd to do a kill team with the Crimson Fists, because they're my boys. I have one Crimson Fist
2: inside this, uh, last fall team.
0: Love him, love him, love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. I approve. His name's Gerald now, <laughs> and that's <it>. him. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I will post that when I'm finished <laughs> up with it, because I'm very quite proud of that one, can't because wait. there's lots of work I put into that. I'm just weighing in a few parts to come in to actually yeah. get the ball rolling completely on it.
0: I can't wait. Nah, it's cool, man. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Yeah, sweet. Well, I think I'm pretty done, as far as uh, most of the main episode goes. However, we haven't really done an album review. We got a little uh, sidetracked, which we normally do now. But, I just wanted to ask you guys, what have you just been listening to? Have you got any music recommendations? Anything. Obi? If not, I will go.
1: I've been listening <laughs> to a mixture of just a lot of deathcore, really. Uh, there's like a. <laughs> oh, gee, what a surprise. There's like a, 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 a conglomeration EP out with like a couple of different artists uh, called The Aggression Sessions. Highly recommend that. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, is that all with Will Raymond's Nah, it's fit for an autopsy. No. It's Die Artist Murder and Malvolence. They, they have two songs each on a six track album. Uh, and fuck yeah I'm just listening to the radio of that album so it's just trade up bangers all the time that's cool just really angry that's music cool. that's, that's cool. nice
0: I love have you listened to um any more cattle decapitation yeah yeah it, it, it comes up in this yeah?
1: this uh, radio channel so it's fucking good yeah, hey I don't know, I'm still rocking that cattle decapitation yeah it's good stuff fuck yeah what about you league have you got anything
2: uh, I've been currently. Li- I've been listening to the uh, smash hit Barbie soundtrack. It's been a bit of a bop. <laughs> <laughs> I love my, it. Getting my uh, fill of my energy and uh, a few other bangers on Thanks. the. Thanks. I Lizzo, hate it. Lizzo pops off there. She's quite good with her pink song. It's great.
1: Um, we could cut this out. It's fine. We'll cut and, it
2: out. Uh, everyone needs uh, to hear this. Uh, and uh, uh, apart uh, from that, I've also 24. while I'm not new i do enjoy listening to classical music yeah. so a very different ball to you guys
0: it's funny that it's funny though because you do listen to metal too right i do yeah so so league's he is a shit story it's true it's he true. does listen to that but he is also a metal head yes like he listens to trivium and all
2: that sort of shit uh, you know yep, 100 so. percent. Trivium was my last uh, heavy metal band i listened to yesterday my favourite album is the Shogun album, but I do like the wide range of them. I uh, like
0: more, a lot of the that, older stuff. That is the best album. Hmm. That is the best album. It's all good. I, I don't know many people that would disagree with that. It's all you know.
2: Good.
0: Actually on their newest album, uh Caught in the Court of the Dragon. Did you know the last song on there, The Phalet, a really good one? That is actually they they wrote that for Shogun, which is why it slaps so hard. They
2: just didn't release it with it. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that.
0: No, they, they couldn't... they There was a partner that they just couldn't figure out what they wanted to do for it, so they shelved the That's idea. And then they came up with something, finally, and then they're like, right, this is it. Put it on the album. Like, finish the song. So, yeah. I heard that on a live stream with Matt, so, yeah. Tight. I love that. That's pretty cool. That's sweet. And as for me, I've been listening to a shitload of Spirit Box, uh... And they released a new single recently called jaded," which I've been grooving pretty hard on honestly I think I just like all their music. It's very different to what I normally listen to, but it just it just does it for me um I also have been back to backing hushed and, the hush uh, hushed and grim by mastodon from twenty twenty one quite a lot of times i, I get into this thing right like when i start listening to master i kind of just only listen to that for a few weeks and i hadn't really given that album much of a chance but it is a very good album it's very long too like i don't know how long it is uh, an hour and a half an hour and 26 minutes so if i'm playing video games it's good i could just put it on and forget you know just enjoy i kind of
2: lost you halfway there because i'm just watching uh, Overlord brush his hand
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's tickling this guy, himself for this pleasure. Guy cannot sit still.
3: He's just
0: stimming, <laughs> man. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. Obi definitely doesn't have some sort of neurodivergency. That no, definitely not, not.
2: <laughs> Definitely not easy. Undiagnosed.
1: No. You can't. You can't. Undiagnosed. Oh, you, you, you can't. Can't prove No, it. no proof. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm not proven. I'm just suspecting. We're all suspecting. (laughs) My missus is like, are you sure that you're? You might be a little bit bipolar and maybe you have a case of ADDs or something. (laughs) Because we have some some similar traits. Something something
2: in the second you don't look
1: at it,
0: (laughs) you you got the (laughs) tizzles. Nah, Um, and the other one is too, and I think. We'll probably talk about this on the next episode, whether Obi wants to or not. Um, Silos has put out a new album, and I've been sneak peeking that a little. I'm not gonna go into whether I like it or not, but of course I fucking like it. And Silos, it slaps. And Obi, to and Obi needs well. to hear it We you have a big long like, conversation out about it. I don't think Obi's heard of them. Have you heard of them, Obi? Yeah,
1: I have. But we yeah. have an album to show you before them? it, so. Uh-huh.
0: We we do. Or we can double whammy it since, you know, we do episodes a little bit less often now, so we can do uh, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah. We'll just have to
2: see anyway. Waiting for my goblin rating. We'll, we'll just, just have, have to see wh- what wh- happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Important stuff. That's what that's what all our listen your listeners are here for, is here for the goblin rating. If they don't get that at the yeah. end of the podcast, I'm like why do you listen to this?
0: Man <laughs> I I'm gonna give your your beautiful voice and My appreciation for you joining us on this episode, a 10 out of 10 Goblin rating. Okay, so that's the Goblin rating for the day. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here, brother.
2: (laughs) It was good to be here. I hope that I at least (laughs) inspired or like at least gave some tips or helped someone get into bashing and how they can kind of fix it up better.
1: Just a tip.
3: Put
0: it this way, bro. I, I have to be up in... Three and a half hours? And even I want to stay up and kit-bash right now, so... <laughs> I'm you know, going to start kit-bashing again. Hard. I'm finishing yeah, up it's... my captain today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're making me want to kit-bash a Game Boy Color into a knight. That's what you're making me want to <laughs> that do. Counts. That, counts.
2: <laughs> that
0: counts. That counts. That counts. <laughs> it all counts. But nah, man, it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, man. And just for the record, if people don't like this show... Don't blame me. Don't blame Obi, and don't blame League. This episode is all Bix's fault. Yeah, right. Like he was the one that's all like, "We want. <laughs> I wish we had more guests. I don't want to hear Lee talk about the kit bashing." So we had to wait to get on schedule with League, and everyone in the same place at the same time, which is hence the late delay and life. Because you know, me and Obi can sync up fairly often, but making three people sync up is not easy. And secondarily, it's it's it was his idea to get uh the extra Australian on the show, so you know, blame blame Bixer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like <laughs> most always things. it's his fault.
0: Yes. Always. Yes. Exactly. But yeah, um, no man, it's been sweet having you on. Love to have you over again, brother. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, would you like to say
2: anything to everyone before you sign off, brother? Um, yeah, like you said before, just do it. If you've got a cool bit left over in your box and you really like to put it on something else, just do it. If you don't do it, you're going to let that bit sit in your box for, until the end of time. So if you got a bit you yeah. think it's cool, just do it. I didn't need to be called out bit like that. do let sit in your bosses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you heard him, Moby. You heard him, right? Oh, we're gonna, me and him are gonna fly to Sweden and give you a swirly, you big nerd. Yeah, you big nerd. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually.
1: You big nerd. That'd be here, and then you can yeah, work right? on my backlog with me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, like you're gonna let me half ass paint your models. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring over some more Dark Angel uh, resin.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, no. We'll pack it in our carry on. Just gets out opens briefcases full of resin, you That's hear right. that crackle That's crackle right. sound. Right. <laughs> Alrighty. It's been a long episode and uh Obi's got a lot to edit, so I think we'll call it there, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and until next time, remember to crank that out. Sleeve
1: that gree.
0: Do it, Lee.
3: Huh?
0: No. Do, Do it. What? No we're the knights on the oh, hobby wait. table go It's that that's what your I was time? To say. go yes that's what it's you, you,
2: you now oh. go 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 it's all you so what, what the fuck am I meant to say again we're the knights of the hobby table
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah yeah that's it, it. That'll, that'll do it we're the knights of the hobby table
0: see you guys we'll
2: oh, love we? <laughs> they are the knights of the hobby table
0: there <laughs> <laughs> we are we are yeah thanks guys bye <laughs> bye bye, bye.
2: there